Welcome into another episode of Brutally Honest. This will be episode number two. I'm joined, as always, with Clayton Hall and Tyler Hudson. Uh, uh, we are also have a special guest this week, and that would be Albert Adkins. Good evening. Okay, well, there's that. Uh, you guys want to say hi? Yo. Hey, Let's get this started. <clears throat> All right. Uh, first topic of the day is going to be Illinois, like it always is. Uh, but we got some some big time news uh, in the recruiting front. Uh, uh, we are split with our excitement with the new uh, recruiting. Clayton, would you like to start? Sure. I, I guess the first addition we're going to talk about is the actual high school recruit, Brandon Podjimski. Uh, he's a uh, two guard out of Wisconsin, Wisconsin Mr. Basketball. Um, I would say we're all less excited than the majority of Illini Nation. I'm a bit more so than the, my two counterparts here. Uh, one thing we do know is he can shoot. Um, yeah. He, yeah. He, whenever you watch a video of him, he'll spot up from anywhere. He can go off the dribble, off screens. But everyone he played against was shorter than what he was, and he's 6'6". So we just don't know how this is going to exactly translate. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 like him. I, like his sh- I like his shot. I know he can shoot if he's open. He's a lefty. I like that. He's a lefty. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, I just don't know what else he can do. At so the next level. The thing I don't like is um, he would find better talent playing for the YMCA league uh, yeah. than yeah. what he did in high school, and I that's mean. that's what I'm nervous about is going from beneath YMCA league to the Big Ten. I like that he's six <clears> six. I like that he can shoot the ball. That's about it. Yeah, I don't have much more to say. I was gonna say <laughs> it, it, it's it's such a hard eval because you just. You see the competition he played against in high school, and you have nothing else to really go on. He played AU, but sparingly the year before. So I mean, it's and I, I don't time see, will tell. <laughs> I don't see that he's very athletic. I mean, he he can dunk, yeah. but he gets a running start. He's six six. He six, should be able to. Dunk. Yeah, right. he's yeah, a six six guard. Yeah. yeah, and he he's I mean he's fingertip and dunks on 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 fast breaks. Right. Um, yeah, I just, there's, when I've watched him, I don't see anything that shows me he's a Big Ten player at all. Um, I don't even see, I don't, I don't even know if he's D1, so. So you're saying he's not starting? I'm saying he shouldn't start. No. I'm talking within two years. No. If you're asking me, no. Yeah, I'm asking you. No. I have, I have one, one thing to say about him, and I feel like Underwood and this staff has done well enough that we should give them the benefit of the doubt. I, one, I hope that I'm wrong. I hope that oh, he's, I'm, I hope I, that yeah, he's I'm good. I hope yeah. I'm dead wrong. Yeah. But they have done such a good job in developing and and recruiting, recruiting for the most part overall. They've done a decent job. So I feel like we should give them the benefit of the doubt. But that being said, day one, if he is a sack of shit... We are gonna light his ass up on this yeah, podcast. No, I mean, not. to me, there's just only so much you can work with, though, and I'm worried that we can't. There's nothing to work with. Other than I like his shot, but well, this is this is COVID. This is what this is what COVID recruiting is gonna look like. Yeah. So he's he's either gonna be legit or he's gonna be an absolute bust. I don't know how he's. But ranked. that being said, 
everybody recruits or everybody uh, transfers these days, jumps in the mm-hmm. transfer portal. Mm-hmm. So if he's garbage, we're not going to have him for four years. He'll yeah. just transfer and it's yeah. fine. Yeah. As, as of right now, 30% of college basketball is in the transfer portal, which is so that's about five players for every team. So just yeah. think about that turnover year to year. It might go down a little bit after COVID, maybe next year, yeah. but oh, yeah. you're still going to see multiple players every year leaving. So yeah, it'll. I mean, eventually it's just going to go back to the way it was. Yeah. Like once we get away from the pandemic and stuff. But I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, are you still? Where were you at? One to ten. So so yeah. So we so we said except uh, level on, on Podjemski, if a ten is a bona fide five star, one and done, and a one is like a two star you never heard of. I was at about a five. So uh, I'm at a two, and I'm that's a solid two for me. So there's it? no hope for you. I mean, I, I I give everybody this, even if it's the slightest bit of hope, I'll give them that. Well, I think what Brandon said it brings up a good point. With Underwood, you, you you've got to have a longer yeah. leash. Oh you know, yeah, you sure, know, sure, because sure. he's yeah. obviously proven, mm-hmm. especially as of recent, that. Maybe there's something he sees that none of you guys do. Yeah. You know, and this is coming from a Miami Hurricanes fan. Yeah, <laughs> but someone we did add who is a legitimate D1 player is Alfonso Plummer, which we mentioned yeah. actually on last week's podcast <clears throat> as a potential addition. And here's a quick quiz for you all: oh. Do you know who broke Clay Thompson's Pac-12? Single game record for threes in a game. Is I'm gonna guess. Alfonso I'm gonna guess Alfonso Plummer. Yeah, you'd be right. Oh. Eleven threes, eleven threes, and a single game last year against Ooh. Oregon State. So this is a guy. Oh, you mean the same Oregon State team that made the Elite Eight? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah I guess you're right. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, also known them. as the worst yeah. Pac-12 team, but it's but, fine. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. I digress. So yeah, so they this, play to win the game. This is a guy <laughs> who has shot forty percent for his career two years at Utah from three, so he can definitely light uh, it up. He shot thirty eight last thirty seven. Forty two percent his freshman year, thirty nine point nine overall. Forty percent. No. Well, yeah, that's right. Yes. Well, that's yeah. right. But overall, he, he yeah. is. What is it overall? Thirty nine point nine. This is also. I mean, a, he is consistent. Yeah. That's yeah. what we were talking yeah. about, and he yeah. is consistent. He, I, I like his shot. I, I'm glad we're getting him. I, like you were saying, I, I wish he was bigger. Yep. He's yeah, like he's six, six one. one. Six one. What's his weight? Like, like one eighty, maybe yeah. something like that. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I mean, six he's, one one eighty is not bad at all. No, I'll yeah. take I just it. wish he was taller. Yeah, yeah. I'll take um, it. He needs to know that he is not shooting seven three he needs attempts to be a game more of a at Illinois. No, yeah, and I think Underwood will do you know work with him on that. You can't come here and just hoist them up. Yeah, the right. fact that he shot seven threes a game and wasn't the go to scorer at uh, Utah, uh, it's kind of and he's going to be far from that here. Yeah, it's right. kind of so, interesting. Yeah, but, but yeah, he, well, I mean he's 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 a he's a legitimate power five. Pickup. He averaged yeah. 14 mm-hmm. points a game yeah. last year. Mm-hmm. So for him to come in and essentially play a backup role, I was going to say he might not even start. For right. for the fact that we're getting somebody who averaged 14 points a game yeah. in a Power Five school cool. that didn't that didn't suck. Mm-hmm. The school the team didn't suck. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we're getting him as a backup role is that that's really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially with the freshmen that we're bringing in. <clears throat> uh, we just, we, we still need to find a four. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's been an issue for, for a long, long time. Even Leron Black played the freaking five. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so the only, I think the only question I think they'll have about him is, well, height aside, is just how well he's going to be as a defender. I you're, you're, yeah. I don't think you're going to see a Trent Frazier-like on-ball mm. defense with no. him, but you just hope that he can be solid enough that maybe he can back up Trent We don't and we don't lose a lot on defense. Yeah, the one thing uh, I will say about that is um, Curbelo, the first few games of his freshman career, is was the worst defending guard I'd ever seen in my life. The end of the season, my I mean, gosh. he was he my was gosh. he was stripping he was. Rocket Watts and all these yeah. other people. I think I think our coaching staff is why. I mean, look at every guard we have; they can all play defense. Our so, our I mean, assistants guy, are elite. They are. Yeah, to, to steal guy, one of Brad Underwood's favorite words. Yes. Right. Yeah. Well, and I mean, if this guy comes in here and he wants to buy into what we're doing. I I mean, which I think he will. Yeah, well, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, so. he wants to be I mean, here. So yeah, hopefully yeah, hopefully so. So I mean, if he just it, that's the that's the thing. If he buys in, then I think we're good. Yeah. So and then uh, the last kind of bit of news is today, uh, Trent Frazier did announce he's coming back for a fifth year. Um, so that'll give us um, you know some much needed uh, leadership uh, going into this year. Yeah, I think it was huge that he was that he's coming back. I think it gives us uh, again that that uh, defender on defense. It gives us a veteran. It gives us a leader, uh, and it gives us a guy we've honestly been. We he's put us on his shoulders, you know, as a freshman. Yeah. He, you know, he was the guy as a true freshman, and then he came in and played with Iowa. I mean, we're we're gonna have that guy for a fifth year. Um, I I mean. Let's see how good he does. I mean, he's a legitimate Big Ten scorer, and he's going to be oh, asked yeah. to do more. Yeah, uh, he he will go down as a top five scorer in Big Ten or in in Illinois history. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, Did you see this move coming? Yes. Yes. We we all kind of yeah. thought yeah. he probably would, but didn't know. So it sure. was it was kind of like a roller coaster ride. Yeah. So yeah, two weeks. So ago. as soon as the season was over, we we're like, oh, he'll be back. Um, Demonte yeah. will be back. Yeah. Uh, and then there was kind of that lull where um, Adam Miller left. Uh, Kofi is doing Kofi things. Uh, he's gonna enter the draft probably, right. uh, and then we're gonna have to go from there. But there was a point where Georgie, uh, there was rumors that Georgie was gonna go. So we thought that it was gonna be just a completely different roster. That we had no idea what was going on. So we figured that Trent and Demonte were gonna leave, and then uh, Demo- or then Trent's dad came out and said that. It's coming back. A little premature, but he said, yeah, yeah. he said he was gonna come back. And yeah. So it's been kind of a roller coaster ride, but for the most part, Illinois fans um definitely good news this week. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Overall, yeah. Today, yeah. I mean just today yeah. we got yeah. Plummer and, yeah. and Frazier in the same yeah. day. I'll yeah. I'll yeah. take that. Yep. And the thing the, th- the last thing <laughs> I'll say about Trent is uh everybody praises Io for this turnaround. And honestly, Trent does not get enough love yeah. mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we were awful. He's part. He's we were part awful of the when Trent signed. Yeah, and how excited were we when Trent signed? Yeah. He was a kid from Florida and lit he, it up. Down there. He made us believe that he bled orange and blue yeah. before he even stepped in on campus. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then he was doing nothing but recruiting. Yeah. Anybody and everybody to come to campus. Yeah. And he was telling fans before he even stepped on campus how much he loved the school. Mm-hmm. And. That kind of started making us believe, and then after that we got Io, and then we got Adam Miller and well, Kofi, the... and 
So, to me, Trent's the one that kind of got this ball rolling. Yeah. Well, and if you remember... This four-star guard that came in and yeah. just showed how much he loved the school. Mm-hmm. And it just... It's it's addicting. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it. Trent is the opposite of Adam Miller. Yeah. Trent went from the go-to score to being a back seat yep. to IO and okay. didn't complain a bit. Yeah, I was saying, that he accepted was his that. role, yeah. and now you've got Adam Miller, who I don't know what the hell he's going to do. I, I think he's, he's yeah. gonna, either going to go to Western Illinois to go, cope with his high school coach, or he's going to go be a role player somewhere else and complain and transfer from there, too. But uh, we all kind of believe that he's, he's gone, um, but I, I guess time will tell. I, I still want to hear that see. drama. We don't hear the drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trent could have been a 16 to 18, 19 point scorer his entire yeah. career if he wanted to. Yeah, yep. easily. Yeah. Yep, easily. But we would have been worse with but it. But he yep. cared about winning, and he yep. cared about the yeah. program and the school yeah. and Underwood. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think I think when it comes to Adam Miller, I think I think there's pluses and minuses to to, to him staying or him going. If he stays, he's talented. I mean, you'd love to have him. Sure. But at the same time, if he leaves. I mean, I think we'll, we'll we'll be fine. I mean, we you know we don't need that kind of all about him kind of a you know mindset here. So yeah. I mean, I, I think there's I'll be fine either way. I'll yeah. be, I mean, I'd like to I'd like him to stay, but all right, Albert, uh, what do you think about Miami basketball? Uh, yeah, we, don't, don't we, don't, we don't we don't care. Yeah, no. don't care. Yeah, yeah, we don't moving care on. either. All right, moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Um, so for the rest of this podcast, uh, for the most part, we're going to talk about the NFL draft. It's coming up. It's got, it's starting to get a lot of drama. It's heating up and we are excited. So, uh, buckle up. Uh, so anybody want to start with any little tidbits or anything, or do we just want to dive in? Let's just dive, dive in. in. Dive in. Yep. Get into it. All right. Uh, Albert, who's going number one overall? Well, it's, I mean, a, every a, board it's says big, it's, it's going to be Trevor Lawrence, but um, <laughs> I'm going to, if I had to put my money on it, I'd probably go Trevor Lawrence. So, oh, yeah. 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 I think that's a pretty good given yeah. right there. Yeah. I like so, my odds on that. So, not only is Albert a Miami Heat fan, but. Now, hold your breath. Um, Miami Heat. Hurricanes? Or Hurricane. Miami Hurricanes. Hold, hold your breath. Hold your breath. Uh, because send flowers as well. I will give you his address later. Uh, but he is a diehard uh, Jets fan. So The loyalty is real. Yeah. So, they have, they have the number four pick in the draft. No, two. They two. have the number two, two pick in the there draft. There you go. And then trade it. Albert, who are you picking? Number two pick in the draft. I'm not. Sorry, sorry. Who are the Jets picking? I am not. Who do you think they're going to pick, and then who who would you pick? Yeah. What I would have (laughs) done, what I would have done is kept Sam. Okay. Okay. Build around him and give him the weapons. Right. Because, as I've said to you guys before, behind this podcast, for at least three weeks... Our number one wide receiver, who I love, <laughs> former Hurricane alumni, <laughs> Braxton Berrios. But oh as many God. of these listeners may not know who the hell that is. Well, yeah. well why should they? He is a 5'10 <laughs> slot guy, and he was our number one receiver for three weeks going into the season. 
Um, <laughs> so Sam, I don't think got a good shot. Was I don't. He, was no, he I, been I, Miami's number one receiver? Yeah. Oh yeah, hands down. Yeah, <laughs> hands down. I don't think Sam got a good shot. I think he got cut way too soon. I think give him that one more year. Give him the weapons he needs, and if it doesn't work, okay. Oh, I, I was going to say, yeah, I'd give him more than a year. Yeah. I'm I don't not sold. I have any I, idea what he we can do. We have no idea. No. Yeah. no. And you know what? I hope he balls out in Carolina. I hope he does great. Yeah. I've heard that he won't even make the roster week one. I think that's absurd. I think that is There's insane. There's no way they trade that much away. To, yeah, I think, yeah I think that's insane. But a guy, not veering off from your question too far, but a guy that I feel for in this whole saga right now is Teddy Bridgewater. Because what a guy who got shafted again. He goes place to place. To and who place. did yeah. not do bad at no, he's, all he's last all right. season. Yeah, he's, he's average. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah, yeah he's I'd right. say it had been above average, to be honest yeah, with you. Well, look at that you roster, lose McCaffrey. Though, yeah. You lose McCaffrey, and he's still you know, hung in there for a yeah. while. Um you know, you know a one-year coach, Matt Rule, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, his first year is going to take time. And here he is. I think he's going to year two. And I don't know what the situation is. I don't know if it's going to be a quarterback competition or what's going on. I mean, they haven't cut him, released him, traded him or anything yet. But, I mean, how There's no crazy. way they trade that much no. draft capital. He's not going right. to get right. the job. Yeah. So, going back to the question, I, I'm not sold on Zach Wilson. Uh, is that who you think they'll pick? I think yeah, I think yeah. I think they I, I think do they too. do. I yeah. this Justin Fields thing is is making momentum too mm-hmm. because they attended his second pro day. But mm-hmm. I mean, who doesn't yeah, go to those pro days, really? Yeah. Um. I, I think Zach Wilson had a phenomenal pro day. I lo- I like his. Yeah. Pro day. Oh, I thought I like, he had a yeah. phenomenal yeah. pro day. But here is the thing. When you don't have linemen, linebackers, every safety is coming at you. You're in a t-shirt and shorts. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I, the whole I don't. Situations made for you. It's a you're script. At, you're, it's yeah. a script. Yeah. You know exactly what's going yeah. on. There's yeah. nobody going after you. Yeah, you've got the eyes of 32, 30, 26 organizations looking mm-hmm. at you. I get that. But the competition is way at a, is at a high, way higher level yeah. in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, mean, I, I love from... the pro day. I thought he did. I mean, I seriously think he did phenomenal. But I I have an issue with putting all that trust into a yeah. pro day, and I'm not saying he had a bad season. No, we talked yeah. about this again behind scenes. As a Jets fan, believe it or not, I have concerns that why was Zach Wilson never named captain? That's my biggest this, thing. This was brought up in the last week's podcast. Why actually. is that? Yeah. Why is that? What quarterback <laughs> doesn't get named captain? Yeah. Well, the the way if I'm if I'm a GM. What my thing is is if you're gonna draft the leader of your team, mm-hmm. why I'm I see a guy who's what's his biggest negative leadership. Mm-hmm. You're automatically off my board. I'm not right. drafting you. You right. can have all the talent in the world. As it should he be. has talent, but I I don't even know. I'm not even a hundred percent sure what kind of talent he's got. I think he's decent, but I mean I don't like that. I don't like right. the the lack of leadership. I don't like the fact that yeah they didn't even name him a, key, a team captain. Right. I mean, that's crazy. That is crazy. You're the guy. You're the quarterback. And you're also the best player on the team. And, and you know, and I don't know if I buy into him over Justin Fields. Again, uh, first off, as a Hurricanes fan, I'm still butthurt about the 2001 Rose Bowl uh, when Miami Miami got robbed of that, that title game. But, so maybe I'm a little biased. I trust zero Ohio State quarterbacks ever. Um, he originally was a Georgia Bulldog. <laughs> but let me tell you, I mean, 
Justin Fields puts in a damn work. And I'm not taking that away from Zach Wilson, but... Justin Fields is my number two quarterback. He's, he's mine. Yeah, it's absolutely. not I mean, he doesn't... He's got damn good talent, and he's not... He, he is a leader. I'll yeah. give him that. And he's not but the arrogance. Let's let's stay on Wilson for a second. I'm looking at uh, their, their basketball or their football schedule from this year. They're non-conference, so... Their non-conference schedule... They played Navy, Troy, and Texas State. Right. Yeah. They're. They played. Boise State, mm-hmm. and Coastal Carolina, were their two hardest games this year. Boise State and Coastal Carolina. Right. They lost, to Coastal Carolina. Mm-hmm. This is this is what I said last week is. He didn't play any top talent. These are these are not against power five teams he's playing against. I mean, he should light him up, but I mean, if you're not passing for four or five hundred yards every single damn week, then what does that say about you as a quarterback? Right. Coastal yeah. Carolina, he was nineteen for thirty for two forty, one touchdown, no. one interception. Yeah. So and again, going back to, to again, Justin Fields, because obviously Trevor Lawrence is, is a lock number one, I think. I mean, if 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 the gods align and everything like that. He'll fall to two. That's not going to happen. Ooh. I would love to pray that their Urban Meyer Ohio State connection somehow kicks in and they pick Justin Fields number one. Ninety nine percent sure that's not going to happen. Yeah, never coached him. Right, right, right. Ninety nine percent sure it's not going to happen. So you know, again, I don't trust Ohio State quarterbacks. But if if we're going by competition, you definitely can see that Justin Fields, Michigan, Michigan State. Uh, obviously, I mean Illinois. You know, there's that, but. Um, Northwestern, I mean, and he balled out on every single game for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that, that playoff game where he, yep. he I gained a lot of respect. Mm-hmm. He got yeah. annihilated on that play. And I don't even think uh, there's, there's quarterbacks that would say, you know what? I, there's no way I'm coming back. Jim and there's yeah. yeah. Say, if, yeah. if you guys didn't see Ohio State versus Clemson, you missed out on the game because that was, that that was a runaway for Ohio State. Oh, I think it was the second quarter when Fields got hurt. Yep, that he, was one yeah. of the best games I've seen. I in a I very honestly long time. thought Fields was not going to be able to finish that game. The way that was going, the way you saw him wincing, getting <laughs> yeah. back into the to if the he would have got carted off, oh, I would have. I would have been like, I understand. Yeah, honestly, and he, and he came back. He was throwing multiple on a vengeance. Passes. Oh, on man. a vengeance, he yep. came back. And that, uh, I was gonna say, what's the thing that had that made him my me respect him even more? Is all of a sudden now he couldn't scramble. He couldn't use his yeah. four four speed now. Right. He had to use his arm, his mechanics, his brain, his footwork in the pocket a little bit, and he's throwing dimes yeah. in the end zone over. Defenders on Clemson who are all going to get drafted too, so I, I was going to say he has to be number two quarterback. That's his that's his toughness coming <laughs> yeah. out. I mean yeah. that that's what that's another thing that you're asking of a quarterback is not just not just physical but mental toughness. And when you're physically tough, you have to be mentally tough to be physically mm-hmm. tough. So I mean he I mean right that then and there proved. Yeah, I think I think tons, and I mean your college your college career is your resume. Yeah, that's that's what you're getting. That's what you're putting out there to show these teams, you know. And I mean teams hit and teams miss, and you know in the draft we'll see what happens. But 
Yeah, for me, he's number two. For I mean, yeah, I think for I think all of us, yeah, I, I think two, even yeah. as a Jets fan, I think uh, again, I have very little trust in Hossley quarterbacks, but I, I well, think I think I take him number two. Um, here's the other option too, and this is probably the most we'll ever talk about the Jets, and it's probably the most you'll ever hear about the Jets. Which you know, there's you know, I'm happy, more than happy to talk about him every week. <laughs> uh, but I mean, here's the option too. Don't rule a trade either. Again, you know, there's a lot of speculation that Garoppolo's on the move, and I've heard, you know, the 49ers are pretty keen on Zach Wilson as well, or Justin Fields. Uh, I Mac think Jones. I, Mac I, Jones has been the. I would. I don't like Mac. No, Jones. I just I, Mac Jones I've, I've should not be in the top five quarterback. Not race. Not. I think yeah. I wouldn't draft him personally. Um, but I mean, and. So don't rule that trade. Maybe San Fran comes in, trades with the Jets. In that trade, we get Jimmy Garoppolo. We go to number three. I believe that's where San Francisco's at, San number three. three. Yep. We move back to three. Hey, maybe we get a wide receiver. Maybe we get an offensive lineman that we need. Yeah. Uh, then we have Garoppolo as a quarterback. You know, I think he's an above-average quarterback. I would not say elite. No, he's decent. Um, but when he's on, he's damn he's he's on. Yeah. Uh. So then we feel we we at the quarterback situation. You know, if he is can stay healthy and prove himself, he's you know pretty. I, again, I think he's pretty good. But it's an if if he can yeah. stay healthy. Again, we're trying to re- reconstruct our line, and we're trying to make those moves. I don't think there's any shot you're getting that trade to happen though. Because I, my guess is is that the 49ers, if they wanted to move to two, they've already asked, and they either shot them down or they or three is high enough for them. And if they got to three, I don't see them moving to two. So, I mean, I don't think there's a very good chance of that. So, okay, does San Fran go with either or? And what I mean by that is if Jets pick Zach Wilson – do they go with Justin Fields? If the Jets pick Justin think, Fields, do they I don't, go Zach Wilson? I don't think they're. I don't. I think they think that Zach Wilson's gone. I don't know what that. I don't know what the the Forty uh, ers think of Zach Wilson. But I think they think Mac Jones is. Yeah. I think that that, what I've heard. that is mind boggling to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, is that when once the draft starts, that's the thing that I find every year. You see teams are like every year this team is supposed to take this guy it happens every year and then when it comes their time they, they take somebody else but don't you it love that though don't you love that i mean as a fan i think that's awesome that because you've got like, not like it's pretty much a script yeah, like exactly. yeah, you know yeah. when andrew this luck went to the colts hell that draft pick was declared a, a week before the draft like it, right. they made it known we are getting andrew luck I think it's pretty damn sure that Trevor Lawrence is going number one. Trevor Again, Lawrence I would love not. to say That's not a question. I would Trevor love to say Lawrence it's not, but is, it's going to be. Trevor Lawrence is the best prospect since Andrew Luck. <sighs> yep. Oh, exactly. hands. I mean, I've, been, oh, I've yeah. said, no doubt about I've said it. This yeah. is his freshman year. He's going to be the. He's a phenom. He's going to be the number one pick in the draft. I don't care what year it is. He's going to be one of the best prospects in years. I mean, in the last twenty years, he's one of the very best in the last twenty years. Yeah. So, I, and again, again, just keep on the Jets. I'm going to ride as long as I can. <laughs> Let me tell you how frustrating it was to win those games and to know Adam Gase flat out said, I know I'm out. Fuck you guys. I'm going <laughs> to screw your organization for decades to come. 
because everybody was oh, saying man. Trevor Lawrence is going yeah. to the Jets. Oh, yeah. We had the number one pick locked in. You were wor- you're worse and than And Adam Gates knows he's gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying it was Adam Gates who won those games. I'm not saying that. Obviously, if you're the players, you don't give. You don't give. If you're the players, you do not give a damn who you pick in the next draft because you don't know if you'll even be players across the next year. Players don't give ass about the draft. They care about winning games. They care about making money. I mean, they don't care about your draft. But at the end of the day, who's laughing now? Adam fucking Gase is laughing because he said. We're going to lose, you know, everybody he's said we're going to lose all his these ass off. He's like, <laughs> fuck you guys. I'm never getting a head coaching job again. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say. Right, yeah. well, there's that. But, I mean, you know, if, if if you get fired, I mean, how many people yeah. are going to have animosity towards that company or that position or whatever? I mean, no, so I mean, course, yeah, I, no, I get it. I get it. You know, so as a Jets fan, that's it's so frustrating because Trevor Lawrence, I think, as everybody rides on, is a generational talent. You know, I was totally keen on him. You know, I'm a huge fan of Sam, but I was like, hell yeah, we're going to Trevor Lawrence. And then we fucking blow that like we do everything else. Well, in your guys' defense, I thought there was no chance in hell that you guys were going to win a game. No. No. You guys won two. Right. Right. I I don't... um, Trevor Lawrence is the only quarterback I would have gotten rid of Sam Darnold for. And after that, I'm keeping Darnold. Even for Justin Fields right now, because I think you got to give Darnold a chance. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Cause, I agree. Cause, Absolutely. Because Justin Fields, I mean, I, I love him. He was at Georgia. I like I like him. I, I like his talent, too. I, I think he's got a high high ceiling. The thing is, is, I mean, Trevor Lawrence is a sure thing. Yep. I would have I kept Sam Darnold, and I would have either gotten Pitts. Or, oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I would have gotten the lineman out of Oregon. Mm-hmm. Those are those are the two that or I or Jamar gotten. Chase. I think Jamar Chase needs to be right. There. Yeah, but see, my thing is, I think I think Pitts is the best overall pass catcher. Would you it's, whether it's tight end or receiver? So with that being said, I would pick him first. Would you? Okay. He is a generational talent. Where um, you talking about Pitts? Where Jamar yeah. Chase is not. Jamar Chase can be really freaking good. Oh yeah, but. Pitts is a game well, for the, changer. You're also talking about position. So, like, for Pitts, like, we've talked about this. I think I said it last week. I I, I have Pitts, me personally, as the best, the most talented tight end that's ever come out of the draft, or come into the draft. I think he's the most talented um, prospect at the tight end position ever. Um, I mean, tight ends weren't like this all the time. Um, I mean, um What's his name? Freaking uh, Vernon, Vernon Davis. Vernon Davis. Yeah. I was thinking Vontae. And again, I'm not. I'm not trying to show bias. I think Kellen Winslow was junior. Was pretty high. No, I, I, like, <laughs> he was. He got real high. Let me tell well, you. No, no. Yeah, I know. But now, like now coming out of the draft. Oh, he coming was, into the no, draft. I'm talking coming out of the draft. Junior. Or something, yeah, hey, coming Albert. Into the draft. Albert. Where did Kellen Win- Kellen Winslow Jr. go to college? The University of Miami. Where is he yeah. at now? Yeah, he is. I don't know which prison. He's facility, in prison, exactly. He <laughs> Just like the rest of Miami. I said, believe he did take like, a fourteen-year yes. plea deal to uh, prison. So. That being said, I will say, I mean, you're you are right. I mean, he is one. He's one of the better prospects coming out at, at the tight end. But position. yes, Kyle yeah. Pitts, hands down. Yes, yeah, so, for those who don't know, Kyle elite. Pitts is six five two forty five. No, I've got runs him at a six four, six. Four four. Okay. <laughs> Runs a four four, has an eighty three inch wingspan. <laughs> six six, three eight inches right there. Yeah. 
So, we're, so what we're talking here, if we're running a four four, that's like that's that's insane. most like I'll say that those are. I mean, Vernon like, Davis ran the yeah. fastest forty, I believe, yeah. at a tight end position yeah. at four three eight. I mean, that's blazing for a tight end. Yeah. Pitts is running blazing for a tight end. I overall have Pitts as the number two prospect after Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. So I mean, I don't think wherever you take him, especially after Trevor Lawrence, I think anybody that takes him now after that, I mean, you can't argue with it. I was gonna say he's he's a player that whether. Even if you're San Francisco and you got Kittle, you take Pitts anyway. It doesn't make a difference. You'll find a spot for him. So you line him up in the slot just like they do uh, with um, Travis Kelsey at times and, and KC. You can match up problem for DBs or linebackers. Well, mm-hmm. and I mean, you would if you would take two tight ends, uh, you would you would want to get them both on the field as often as possible. Oh, yeah. So I mean, if it, if if it was me, I'm New a England. coach and we're taking them. Yeah, right? New England ran that two out, tight end. They, they, well, they, you can run the two tight end, but I mean, a lot of what I do is I put one at, one at the receiver. I mean, put him in the right, flanker yeah. position. Yeah. Yeah. Put him at the slot. I think the slot is where he kill people mm-hmm. at. You know, uh, especially in you know the the. Uh, Third San short, Francisco, third short, oh, yeah, in San Francisco's yeah. offense, when you're trying to pick apart the, th- the uh-huh. defenses down low, I mean, that that's perfect for that. So, I mean, if that's what you wanted to do, mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think anybody would. So, another thing, and not not veering away from Kyle Pitts, but you're seeing in, in, in the news on ESPN and all these other articles and everything like that, that the, the whole issue with Trevor Lawrence not having a chip on his shoulder What's your thought on that? He's a phenom. How many phenoms have a chip on their shoulder? I mean, did Andrew Luck have a chip? Like, why is that wrong? It's my opinion. Why is that wrong? It's just to me. That's just an. It's just a thing to. There's there's next to nothing to to get him on. He's 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 like. He's like perfect. He's like the perfect prospect. Yeah. He's. I mean. He's. He's. He's like Tebow when it comes to character. Mm-hmm. Um. You know. He's. He's. You know. He's a real faithful guy. He. He's. He's already. He's already married. Yep. I, you know. This. This yep, early on in life. I mean. Yep. He seems like the. His character is perfect. His on field is next to perfect. Do you want to marry There's, this guy? I don't. But okay. I'm I mean, straight. that hair is luxurious. Yeah. Well, it kind of sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. Everything's just so perfect. <laughs> but I think. That's the thing. We want drama in this world, and they're they're literally trying to and get him on something. That's There's my thing. Is how is this even a story? You know, why, how this even got on ESPN is yeah. is mind boggling. Well, Who cares? Yeah, why is it wrong for a person to have confidence in himself and his abilities that he doesn't feel like he needs to go out and and you know be angry at the world and everything like that? I understand like that. when you are yeah, when you are in the. Like uh, you know, on the gridiron, and it is it is war. Mm. I understand that, but why why does Trevor Lawrence have to line up under center and be pissed off? Yeah. Pissed off because he went number one. You hear all these players say, "I'm I went number twelve. I'm gonna I'm gonna play for those eleven teams that you know Aaron passed Rod- on me." Aaron Rodgers. Okay, there mm-hmm. is nobody passing on Trevor Lawrence. No, thirty-two teams would pick Trevor Lawrence if they number one. Again, you mentioned KC. You have Tra- or uh, Kittle. You're gonna get Kyle Pitts. You're uh, you're wrong. You're wrong. Uh, so. Being a Bears fan, we oh they would they would take you're right yes we would we would, we would take Kellen Mond uh, number one overall yeah. <laughs> out of Mond, Texas A and M that's who we would take number one overall I and mean, then I we like would be upset guys, uh, whenever he didn't pan out and then we would give our great GM and 
uh, head coach uh, an extension after that. You would so. take a tight end who is not Kyle Pitts. That's a oh, good yeah. Thing. oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Thirty-one <laughs> knowledgeable, sane, <laughs> normal teams would pick that fan. guy. Yeah. Even if you have Tom Brady, well, obviously, I mean, Tom Brady's on the end of his career. Tom Brady in his elite, in his prime. You're taking Trevor Lawrence. I, I don't care who oh, you yeah, are. Oh yeah, let me never tell you. Who I, I wouldn't. But well, I wouldn't. <laughs> I would, but I would trade. I would trade I, yeah, away trade. that pick and get everything. You could trade away. You could do what the Bears did. You could trade away to the Bears that number one pick and move up one or two slots, and you could get everything for Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, that's how good of a prospect he is. Moving on, JTS. All right, so we're gonna do a breakdown position by position of the draft. Uh, we're gonna start with quarterbacks since it's Before obviously, huh? I'm sorry, we've already kind of got through that. a few quarterbacks. We'll run through a couple other prospects. Well, that's fine. Yeah. We'll keep going. Yeah. We're gonna start with quarterback. <laughs> uh, we're gonna break down. Top five-ish. It's not really limited to top five, but some positions I don't give a rat's ass about, so we're probably not going to go over the Those being poor linemen. Top Connors five. are second. Those um, linemen never get the credit they need. Offensive linemen, we're just going to do uh, the entire offensive linemen as a group, and if we don't don't get to a top five, then we don't get to a top five. But uh, we'll start at quarterback. Uh, obviously, Trevor Lawrence is number one. On yours. No, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> um, and then this is where it kind of opens up. So I think we all have the same number two. We had number two. Yeah, we've talked. Yeah, Fields is number two, and then this is this is definitely where it opens up. Um, Here's my, you know my guy. I, I mean, and, you're gonna and, say Trey Lance, but I'm gonna say Trey Lance. Yeah, dude, he's gonna I mean, ball he's out. Not, he's I, he's he's when though? Third. When is he gonna do that? Because I, well, I obviously day, it depends on what day, organization. Day one, week one, he's not. He's not ready. No, no, no. Yeah. But if he sits, <laughs> you know, for a year or half a year or something like that, I, I'm, I, I have more faith if right now. If you're getting top five, you're not sitting though. I know. It's what, uh, so that that makes a difference because he has you're to right. he has to go to a team outside the top five, maybe even top ten. But he's which not. he you don't think he, so? He's possible. No. You think you think you Trey think Lance? he's going top ten? You don't think he's going top ten? He might. That's what I, I'm I saying. Think, he's going top ten. Oh, I, like five or ten because you'd start off at five. I think I don't think it's a guarantee. Go I don't five. think it's a guarantee. I, yeah. So Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Mac Jones, and Kyle Pitts are the top four. Oh, no, I still yeah. do not understand why Mac it. Jones is in this conversation. Well, well ask yeah. San Francisco because those yeah. are the only ones that, that think so. If I'm a 49ers fan, I am pissed off. Where do you do you look at Mac Jones as a top five pros, quarterback prospect? No, I, you? I now I'm not saying I'm putting him at 13. Well, I might. I'm what, putting what, at six what, or what seven. You? Do you what? have him top five pro, quarterback prospect, Mac Jones? <sighs> he is a. Game manager. He's a game manager. You're yeah, right. And so you hope he's a good one, but I, I mean, honestly, you can't really know because I, he's got every weapon in the world. Out exactly. And the That's thing my is, issue. Yeah, well, <clears throat> the thing is, is I mean, leading I have, up to this year, he was a he was nothing. I have. I've, been, I've seen him, but I, that's every Alabama. Can I answer the question? Yeah, but he asked me a question. I, can yeah. I answer the question? No, we answered for you. Yeah, you're done. Yeah. <laughs> what What did you answer? Take for a me? seat. Yeah, we're talking, I said Mac Jones for you. Go ahead. He's not any good. Yeah. All right, moving on. Mac Jones. Is either number five or number six at the quarterback, top five or top six quarterbacks. 
I don't think so. The issue, the issue is, is that after that, it is total dog shit. I think he's in the dog shit then. Yeah. He's, he's in a dog I house. Think, I think, well, here's the thing. What do you have to be to have a Heisman Trophy winning co- uh, wide receiver, the, another first round wide receiver, yep. the best running back in, in right. college football, right. a great line, you got Nick Saban coaching your team, you got Sarkeesian's the best offensive lineman or offensive coordinator in yep. the game. How do you screw that up? I, you right. know, Washington. You're asked to be a game manager. Too. You're, you're making me you. defend. I'm not. No, we're not. You making me defend no, Mac, I'm not. Mac no, Wilson I'm not. or no, Mac I'm Jones, not. and I hate Mac Jones. Oh. You don't hate him. You don't hate him. You just don't like him. No, that I just much. don't like anybody else in the draft. Uh, but but the thing. Ian is, Book is rated a top ten quarterback in this draft. Yeah, yeah. But I think if you put. Everybody who'd be after him on that Alabama oh, team, yeah. why, why, why I, wouldn't they do what I he agree. did? And then they'd be number three. I agree, but going through the list, Kellen Mond. Kellen Mond, I'd take any day over Mac Jones. Yes. Any day. Yep. Kellen Mond has so much more ability than Mac Jones in my world. Kyle Trask? I don't like Kyle Trask at all. I'd take him any day. I would. Him. So he's, he's he forces the ball. He breaks down under pressure. I don't like him at there's, there's two he's quarterbacks, a backup. There's two quarterbacks in the top ten that I might take over Mac Jones, and that is Kyle Trask and Jamie Newman. Jamie Newman. Yeah, Jamie Newman's the guy that we don't know anything. He's the biggest. We don't know anything. I'm telling you, David Mills from Stanford, not touching with a ten foot pole. Ian Book from Notre Dame, not touching with a 10-foot pole. Yeah. Felipe Franks from Arkansas, not touching. No, Sam Etlinger true. from Texas, hell no. No. It is between Kellen Mond and Kyle... Kellen Mond and Jamie Newman, maybe Here's Trask, Here's my thing with Mac Jones. Kyle, Kyle Trask threw to one person. Smart. I mean, very smart. <laughs> yeah. Right. But, <clears throat> But here, we here, don't here's, know how he was, bad Kyle Trask was good when he was good. He was bad when he was Mac bad. When Jones, he was bad, he was, was bad. Really, really bad. Yeah, but Mac he, Jones did what he was asked to do. He did it very well because of the people that he threw yeah, to. Yeah. Nobody can say that he's bad. No, but nobody can say that he's, he's great. great. He is a right. huge question mark. Therefore, he, I would not right, draft him exactly. But with the quarterbacks that are in this draft after he the will top call, four, right. right. But the fact that he's considered the top three quarterback, that's what's mind-blowing. Here's my thing. But it's everything that's below five. With Mac Jones. If you give me the keys to a Ferrari and say, mm. he's Albert, a Prius. go. He is a Prius. Listen, listen. Albert, here's the keys to a Ferrari. Go 100 miles per hour. That's going to be pretty damn easy to do. You put Mac Jones in that offense, which is exactly yeah. what you said. But Steve Sarkis- about that. I'm just saying. You put him with that weapons. Yes, He's going to be good. He's going to get touchdowns. He's yeah. going to get yards. He's going to get wins. Mm-hmm. You put him in an organization who is half-ass, bottom of the barrel. Well, the 49ers he will the not make place. it. Yeah, the 49ers, they're the best opportunity for any. Justin Fields needs so to go to the 49ers. He yes. Does. Yeah. You put Justin Fields in there. <laughs> but and I promise you, three years, three years he'll be... I would feel very confident saying he'll be a Pro Bowler, I, and I, I don't even—I don't even think it'd be that long. I understand that, but you can only make that argument for so long, and I've made that argument. But to counter that argument, you can't say, "Well, put any quarterback in that situation." I'm not saying any, not any. I, put any, anybody. Put in this anybody draft. in the top fifteen in this draft in the 
Alabama offense. Yeah. And they'll flourish, which they will. Yeah. We get that. But we're talking about top talent. And he did what he was supposed to do. And he did it flawlessly. Flawless victory. We can't. We have to look at the other side. He didn't do anything poorly. Therefore, we can't necessarily put him below even the top seven. He is not. He is not eight I, or worse in this. I round. I agree. I, I, mean, I agree. I, I mean, because I from mean, there it goes I, to total shit. But if to me, I think he might be total shit. I, oh, I, but I, we don't know. I know, but that's the thing. You're predicting, and I'm predicting that he. I in my mind, I don't. I just, I just think that if he's on Michigan State, he's not even a pro. He's not getting drafted. He's gonna go get him another job. I mean, he's graduated and he's moving on. That's what I think. And if that guy, if that is what he's doing, how is he better than these other guys who, um, Franks, who was at Arkansas? Is he better than him then? No. Okay. Question. Question. Okay. Um, you are the, um, Green Bay Packers. I'm happy with that. Say Aaron Rodgers is retiring. He just announced his retirement. retiring? He just announced okay. his retirement. You Let's are down to either Mac Jones or Ian Book. Who are you drafting? Why would we be down to that? In the that's first round? Innocent, no, in a scenario, that's what you're down to. Mac Jones or Ian Book. You hate them both. Who are you drafting? I do. I'm probably taking Ian Book. No, you're not. I know. I know you're not. That means he just said he was going to take it. You said no. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's like no. That's not what you believe. Ian, there is no quarterback. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because Ian Book to me was they asked more of him. He didn't have all that around him. Ian Book can't throw. I don't think either one of them can win you a game. You were talking about that Mac Jones is a Prius. I think he might be a broken down Honda Civic. So I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't know. You like him more than I thought you did. Um, I don't. You like may him not. At okay, all. you dislike him. me to defend listen, him. You dislike right, him less than I thought. Here we go. You did. Another question: Is Mac Jones in the league <clears throat> in three years? Yes. He's, hey, he's in the league. I'm talking oh, as a starter. Oh no, as a starter. Oh, as no. a starter? Okay. No. Well, his, his contract is going to be longer than three years. Here's the thing. I'm talking about as a starter. Here's the thing. Oh, he's mm. going to if he goes to the 49ers, that's the best opportunity for any of these top quarterbacks. Does he flourish? He's in a perfect situation. Does he flourish? No, 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 no. Because they 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 don't like Jimmy Garoppolo because he's a game manager, quote unquote. You're drafting a game manager. Yeah. Here's, Why the hell are you going to one? I would take Jimmy yeah, Garoppolo yeah. for less. For less. Here's, here's huh? the one thing for I will less. say. <laughs> I don't care. I'll Mac, pay, I'm paying a quarterback. <laughs> Mac Jones. Your guy. Mac Jones will be a starter. For more than three years in the league. Ooh. You yeah. think he will be more? Look at Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> okay. If well, he you goes guys to the Bears, him, if he goes to yeah. the Bears, yeah. he will be a bear for life. <laughs> yeah. That is how. That, that is a bear thing to do. That, that is. A, and again, I you're, you're hearing this from a damn Jets fan, but that is the most dysfunctional damn organization front office wise. Not probably overall, because I again I understand what it's like to be a Jets fan firsthand. But front office wise, that is the most extremely dysfunctional organization I've I have seen within the last ten years. Right. The fact that Pace still has a job exactly blows my mind. Exactly. Who's a bigger question mark in the draft? Mac Jones or Trey Lance? Because honestly, I, I don't think oh, we this know. Oh, this is this is easy to me. This is easy because your question mark means you don't know what he is. I feel like I know what Mac Jones is, so it's Trey Lance. 
This yeah. is not. This okay. is not yeah. hard. Yeah. Yeah. Trey Lance. I, I I like. Do we know like what Trey Lance is? No. And He's but a I I do like I do <laughs> like some of what I've seen. But what have we seen? I mean, we've only seen so much, yeah. right? Um, I've seen Mac Jones. I know, I I mean, I'm not going to say I know, but I have a pretty good feeling what he is and what he's going to be. So, I mean, that, that question's easy. I say, Trey Lance is not even, he can't even drink yet. He's not old enough to drink. Even mm-hmm. when he gets drafted, he still can't drink for another couple of weeks. He's 20 years old, but this is a guy who's got political size at 6'4", about 230. Um, he didn't run his 40 his pro day, but... Scouts say he runs about a four five. I don't care about his four. With, we know he can our, move. Well, in today's NFL, they they, oh, they, 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 they value mobility. So oh, they care. Well, yeah, yeah. Care. but that's yeah. the thing Here's though. The thing they, about quarterback though, they to me, you don't need to know their forty time. You just yeah. need to know can he move? Yeah. Okay, he can he can move and he can do it well or not. You know, yeah. you don't need his forty time for for a quarterback. Like a quarterback is. Can you throw? Can you break down the defense? Can you audible? Can you do you know the offense? Are you a good leader? Like that kind of stuff. This is forty Which, times to me. And, can you run or not? And and if you can or can't, I, to me that's a cherry on top. If you can't run, fine. Neither can Brady. I mean, Aaron Rodgers does when he when he has to. Mahomes does when he has to. That's a cherry on top. You need to be able to throw. You need to have the mind. You need to break down defenses. That's what you need to do. And for, for to be that young. I think Trey, I, again, I'm a, I'm a believer in him. I, I think he's got the knowledge and the understanding that he's going to make it. I think he will. I think he's extremely intelligent. Uh, it's just tough because he's also at the he, FCS level. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's he's tough. got a big size. I, I was going to say, he's yeah. got the size. I think he actually has everything I've heard about him. He's got great character. I don't think it's going right. to be any off-field yeah. concerns with him, but I just don't. He has to go to a team that's, that already has something around to help him. Because he's got twelve games under his belt at the FCS level. Mitch is that. So yeah. I mean, I you know I, I think he needs time to digest a playbook to watch from the sidelines. Yes, fully. So yes. you know, ideally, in an ideal world, hopefully he didn't have to play it all his first year. He's going to have to at some point. So hopefully he can wait seven or eight weeks for the right team. It's going to depend then, on where he is. Yeah. Let's exactly. say this. Wherever Let's say this. <clears throat> Do the 49ers. Draft a quarterback and keep Garoppolo. No, 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 no. I was gonna say not, not, not number three. Do no. you okay? Look, is Garoppolo gone? Will Garoppolo go under center for your 49ers this year? At some point. I, so I, I've heard they've won a yeah, first round pick him. for him, but if you draft a quarterback at number three, they got to play. Yeah. Now whether they play week one or week. Five, yeah. whatever, yeah. but they got to play. So, are you saying the 49ers are going if, all if, in if, on? If if are they, the 49ers going in on a quarterback? Yes. 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 They're Not taking a quarterback. Yes. So, they're down with Grappolo? Yes. yes. Is yeah. that wise? Yes. Oh, Unless no, Grappolo is undefeated. No. If Grappolo is undefeated, you, know, you can't pull him. Or if they've got, yeah, it's, if, it's if they're leading on. division by a lot. So, you're saying that it is a possibility that they draft the quarterback and keep Grappolo week one? Only if they're. If this is two years ago, 49ers, and they're mown down to competition, yeah, he keeps his job. They the, they can wait because quarterback injuries happen all the time. So a quarterback goes down during the regular season, they're going to be shopping for a quarterback. Garoppolo is going to be on the market. Now you can be like, hey, I want the world for Garoppolo. And if a playoff team has a quarterback go down, they're going to do everything they can oh, yeah, to he, salvage he the season. He took them to the Super Bowl. Yeah. 
So, I mean... We're just doing well in that Super Bowl. Right. I mean, the 49ers are smart to hold on to them. I wouldn't get rid of them. Hold on to them, draft a quarterback, and then if they want to end up getting rid of them later on, that's fine. But here's... I mean, it's risky because if the 49ers keep a hold of Garoppolo and he does not do well, his draft... Or his... uh, um. He's trade value decrease. No. Now I think it does. It's, it's, this is this isn't the NBA where it's what have you done for me lately? He's gonna be what he is. What he is now in the league. So, so whether he struggles or not, people are gonna be like, well, he he's struggling because he knows he's gonna get yanked at any point because he's got a backup quarterback that he knows is gonna come into the game at some point. It's the NFL is completely different from the NBA. In that aspect, so I don't, I don't think that that's as big of a deal. If if I think they lose a, some value, if a team needs a quarterback, they're going to Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be the number one priority on the sure. list, rightfully so. Um, but let's move to the ground game. As far as running backs go, I you know I think NFL has become a bit more plug and play, but. Najee Harris has to be the first overall back mm-hmm. taken this year. He doesn't necessarily have to be. I mean, well, I mean, I, mean, I, this, I Clemson so, fan here. I'm taking I love Etienne. Tra- I love Travis Etienne. Etienne yeah. is really good. He is really good, and they're both graded out yeah. at ninety. Yeah. Um, Najee Harris is they're the, very different. Najee backs. Harris they're is the twenty-one different. overall rated player. And ETN is the 22nd overall rated player. So you can't clearly say that one is better than the other. I'm going to read you a couple of stats here about Najee Harris. So, so as, as I you, mean, we can t- we can talk about offenses and, no, and no, no, offensive this, coordinators and offensive no, lines this, this and all, individual. Stuff all no, day long. Listen, so on 639 carries, Najee Harris has 183 broken tackles. And on 80 career catches, he has another 35 broken tackles. When it comes to running an NFL, you have to go north-south. You cannot go east-west. And this is a guy who has proven against SEC defenses, which is basically the NFL, that they cannot bring him down very easily. So I think this is a guy that you got to take. Has to be first overall back taken. To me, Travis Etienne is is uh, he's kind of like a Camaro. I was runner. just going yeah. to say that. So yes, to I me, fully agree. To me, it's the offense that he's yep. he needs to be Correct. in the right fit. Where like it depends with, on the team. Yeah, with um, um, Najee what's Harris. Najee Harris? Uh, with Najee Harris, he's a guy that you just he's he's, a, a, he's, a, he's an NFL style running back. Yeah. So power back. I mean, yeah, he's yeah. I mean, there's he's he's athletic. He's and like I mean, something he got mad about is uh, I don't remember who it was. Kind of said talked about his hands and where oh he developed hands in his in his last season there. And he said I never played. How can you say I didn't have hands? I was never <laughs> on the field because of all the guys ahead of me. Right. You know yeah. you you go to Alabama, um, but the the thing is is that you know I mean he's like a he's a legit NFL running back. Um, NFL style running back. I think Etienne is in the right in the right place. He can he can be like a Camaro or something. You know, you know what though? Style. Here's my thing. I'm going Etienne. I think if I'm an organization, I'm going Etienne first. And here's why. Uh, I I feel this. Najee Harris is is going to have a great career. There's no doubt about it. But as you said, the point you said, 
He's a north-south guy. Mm-hmm. And what's the longevity of north-south guys? Now, now mm-hmm. Derrick Henry's not in this conversation because he's a freak of nature. But look at Alvin Kamara. He's going to be in this league for a long time. Those elusive guys, like you said, plug and play. Where catch can he ball. go? Can Throw him out in the slot. Bubble route it. Whatever you need to do, he he Travis Etienne can do it. Now, mm-hmm. Najee Harris can too. But again, Najee Harris is going to lower his shoulder. What's the longevity of running backs who do that? It unfortunately, it's not long. Well, it depends. I mean, because a lot of elite ones were like that. Imagine right. if imagine right. If but in this league now, in this league now, how what's the longevity? We're talking James Conner couldn't find a job for weeks, and he. I mean, yeah. when he was doing well for Pittsburgh, he was phenomenal. I don't think running backs get enough credit. And, and I feel well, for I mean, running backs yeah. because they are just, a, as Brandon said, this is quarterbacks, it's not what can you do for me now, but damn it, running backs, that is the world. What can you do for me now? Well, yeah. it's also not, it's not worth it financially to give a running back a second Contract. Unless you're, unless you are a superstar, I am not giving a running back a second contract, a big time second contract, because chances are they're not going to finish it, they're going to get hurt, or they're going to be traded, um, flat out. So James Conner, I would not sign, flat out would not sign because chances are he's on his downward trend, and that's why that's why that's yeah. what the no, the Steelers do it. Right. Oh, the Steelers they, are the Steelers, for that, the Steelers yeah. never yeah. except Jerome. Except for Jerome. Unless you are a superstar, they will never pay for a running back. Right. And and look look what they do. They always produce running backs. Rashard so, Hall. So so whoever whoever and then Rashard went on and then he was trash. Mm-hmm. So James Conner, I automatically have to feel like he's gonna move on and he's gonna be trash. They're gonna have they're gonna have somebody come up. It could be a uh, old boy from Kentucky, whatever his name is. Um, old boy, <laughs> old boy, old boy. So I mean, I, w- I wouldn't Benny do it Snell. Benny Snell, yep. No. So Benny Snell actually did somewhat he, he did decent. Fine. He did he, he did decent last yeah. year. So if he started, I would be fine with it. I'm gonna say um, old boy from Kentucky now. <laughs> old, old boy oh, from Kentucky. Kentucky. Old boy from Kentucky. <laughs> um, but imagine if ETN went to uh, like New England. And was, I'd hate that. And, I'd hate that though. <laughs> I like him a lot. I like dude. Him he would be so like good him. in a system like New England or yeah. something like that. If they where, would, yeah, and especially yeah. if they would get the right quarterback. Yeah. I mean, right now, it's it's just up in the air. I mean, yeah. On the in Brady days, mm-hmm. Brady Brady would use him. You know where? Be, and again, I, and I and I don't even know if it's an option or not. But I think a team that's on the rise, and, and they already have a good running back. But if you put ETN with LA Chargers, I, I, I think I think the Chargers are a team that's gonna sneak up on people. I mean, they got Eckler. I mean, I, I don't think that he's a guy. Right. I, no, I'm agree- like I don't think Eckler's a guy that you can say, oh, well, we don't ever need to look at a running back. To me, he's, he's gonna get the job done. So, the Chargers. I, I like that move again. I, I, well, Herbert, I, I don't. Look what Herbert that's did. what I'm when saying. You got, that's what a that's what that dude landing a, the right quarterback. That's what it does. It automatically gives you momentum and hope where you are now on the rise as a he franchise. Will be when you in miss, this that's when you are. He will be trash. in this league for an extremely long time, and yeah. I like it. Oh, I, I like. It. I liked him at Oregon. I, I think he did great. I love watching him play. And as a rookie, he did great, oh, he especially towards the end of the season. Yeah, you know, he really put the chart. First off, the Chargers said that record, 
if you want to talk about a team that their record does not show who they are, it's the Chargers. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we will be right back right after this break. All right. Welcome back to part two of our NFL Draft podcast. Um, we'll go ahead and start where we left off. We were talking about running backs for this year, and we were talking about Najee Harris and Travis Etienne. Uh, is there... Anybody else in this draft you guys give a rat's ass about, or is it just one, two? Uh, those, I mean, those are top two, but there's a couple other guys. I mean, there's going to be diamonds in the rough, and we all know that. And uh, who's it going to be? It's going to be harder to pick that, but... I, I like So there's two other guys we should that I want to kind of mention. is Javante Williams at North Carolina. Yeah, that was one guy. Um, he's the number three running back for me. He actually led the nation in broken tackles last year with 83. And I think he, he could be uh, a three-down back. You know, 5'10", almost 220. Ran a four five. Um, and I mean, Travis Etienne is five ten, almost two twenty, but it's fine. Yeah. Again, that's why he's Etienne's top two, obviously. Uh, yeah, but you talked about Williams being the same size as Etienne, and he all about his broken tackles. But Travis Etienne can't have broken tackles. They're same size. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> I I kind of I kind of he almost I could kind of almost see like a David Montgomery thing with yeah. him. Uh, I think I don't think he's gonna be a first round pick. No, I don't but, think so either. Yeah, but I think yeah. I think I think he'll be a second round pick, mm-hmm. and I think that he's a guy that um, maybe maybe after a year, you know, yeah. you you are you you see his you know, development, I don't, you know, he's, he's got a little bit of development there, but I, that's kind of how Montgomery was. I mean, he didn't really do that much until right. now. Now he's like, you know, so I, I kind of can see something, I could see something like that with him. And the other guy to mention, I think is Chubba Hubbard out of Oklahoma oh, State. Oh, yeah. He yeah. is yeah. rated the ninth that's, running back he should in insane. this draft, yeah, and I don't insane. understand how. Speed, speed, speed. That's what you got to think about. Well, him. He, can, he can just rip one off. Uh, in, in a hurry, and he's gone. What are you laughing at, Bert? So I read a thing that there is bold prediction that no running back will be taken in the first round. And what, so, what's no. your thoughts on that? No, I don't think no it's way. that bold, that's, but that's, that, I, I don't. Think, I don't. So is it more of a possibility or less than a possibility that it happens? Let like I think it's. it's I think not, it's, it, there'll be a running back. I, think I agree. I think there's, I think it's less than a possibility, but. But <laughs> I mean, it's to, happened to, in the to, past. Yeah, to say it's, but they those drafts there wasn't got there wasn't the guy the two guys in this draft. Najee Harris and Travis Etienne. Yeah, yeah. Those I mean are, those so, are so yeah, those drafts in the past. They there's didn't no have question that. marks with those yeah. guys. So yeah. you have well, to you have yeah. to the way to think about it. The easiest is how many quarterbacks are going to be taken. How many how many receivers are going to be taken. Right. One tight end right. is going to be taken. How many offensive lines? And then that's just on the offense. We're not talking about. Defensive line receivers. How many corners are going to be taken? Mm-hmm. You think about it that way, and then the the window really narrows with how many slots are left to take running back. I'm not saying that a running back's not going to be taken, yeah. but whenever you prior, prioritize five receiver or five quarterbacks are going to be taken before a running back's going to be mm-hmm. taken. There's going to be three receivers that are going to be taken before a running back is going to be taken. Yeah. There's going to be one tight end that's going to be taken. There's going to be at least one offensive lineman that's going to be taken. That's just on offense. Probably that's two. not counting at least yeah. one or two corners that are probably going to be taken before him. There's two a three there's going to be a, exactly there's going to be a linebacker in Parsons that's going to be taken at least one linebacker in Parsons that's going to be taken before him. So so we're 
we're really narrowing down the chances. So it, it makes sense that people are talking about that because in sports nowadays, it's all about betting. So oh, it's yeah. all about, it's all yeah. about what kind of bets can I make? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I get it. I, and here's, here's a, here's a pick that I like. And again, and I haven't researched, you know, all the teams on, on what they're looking for in the draft. Whether it's Najee Harris or Travis Etienne, I like 27 in Baltimore. You know? They, I th- they, they just took, Mark Ingram. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but they saying. just took J.K. Dobbins. They have J.K. Dobbins, but I mean, he had an okay year. Yeah, but after But I mean, year. after that, it's like J.K. Dobbins and who, who else is there? Edwards. What's that? Gus Edwards. Yeah. Yeah, but he's. I like him. Yeah. He, yeah, he, he's okay. He's a power back. He's a power. Yeah, he's a power back. I think. I think they yeah. got something going there. Running back. I think J.K. Dobbins is going to be the guy. I mean, at least until he proves he's not. What going about to be in what Gus about Edwards Jacksonville at twenty five? I mean, they have they have Robinson who had a heck of a yeah, year, right. a heck of a rookie year last year. I don't I don't know if they I think do they're, it. So they're I, think not... they're, I think they're going to want to try to give. Trevor Lawrence, either somebody on defense or mm-hmm. an O-lineman, maybe a receiver. I mean, I don't know. I don't think running back is where they'll go there. I think, I mean, yeah, and I think I think they're going to go late. I mean, potentially, in the first is, round. Pittsburgh? Who are the, no, they Pittsburgh will never draft a running back in the first round. Who are they, who are they going? For, except for Richard Middenhall. Well, that's different. <laughs> yeah. Okay, does Pittsburgh go quarterback? No. No. Um, not... No, not that late. You're, so you're an idiot they, if you draft outside of the top fifteen in the first round for a quarterback, unless unless <laughs> like a Justin. I've Fields heard. I, well, sure. I've I've heard that they like Jamie Newman. Now, I don't know how I don't know how much stock there is not, in that. Not but, the first round. Not well, first round. Yeah, um, the, I don't know. The Dolphins. Know. That's the Dolphins. Yeah, eighteen. The Dolphins. Eighteen. I who's, wouldn't do it. Who's the Dolphins' running back? Exactly. Uh, they just signed somebody. I can't remember. That's who that all. Was. It was that Chicago guy, right? They had Kenny and Drake for a little bit. Oh, well, Kenny Drake was in Arizona. Thomas, right, but he did. Howard? No. Um, shit. Who, um, who is your starter? How, uh, Howard. Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard. I said Thomas yeah. Howard. Yeah. Jordan Howard. Yeah, I knew well, obviously. Thomas. Boom Howard. Boom Howard. Obviously, no one, get, no one really often knows because no one cares, but. They, have, they now was, have. Like, have name <laughs> currently on their roster is going to be Miles Gaskin, okay. Malcolm Brown, and Salvin Ahmed. Yep. So okay, and Patrick Laird can't. Really I had Miles Gaskin in uh, fantasy. He gave me a few points, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah, probably so, so, yeah. so the, <laughs> the Dolphins at eighteen is a real possibility. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Which um, one? Washington is not taking a running back. They no, have, they, have, they need more they help. They need holes. more help. Yep. Uh, Chicago at twenty is not drafting. A Chicago <laughs> The Colts at twenty one are they not. They got a running back. The Texans yeah. are not. No. Uh, the Jets need. Help literally. There's potential with ETN. No, they're talking about ETN. ETN? Yes. There's for the Jets. For the Jets? Yeah. Where? Over Najee Harris? So so now you're now they're oh. Me personally, I'm tra- I'm making ETN over you guys Najee are Harris. A dumpster fire. Alright. So I the the Jets need help everywhere else. Oh well, yeah, but So they're they're not probably not taking the running back. The Steelers are not. The Jags are not. The Browns definitely are not. No, they're not. No. Uh, they might need a. Th- well, they might need a third pro. Player. The Ravens are not. <laughs> the Saints are not. Green Bay's not. Um, the Bills are not, and the Chief 
Chiefs and the Chiefs. No, they don't need no. one. No. They I, just drafted. No. I, I, they could. I'm not saying they will. Well, they... But, yeah. but that... that was We're going... Le'Veon's gone, right? What's that? Le'Veon's back to being a free yeah, agency, right? Have, Le'Veon doesn't make it the no. I know, I know. from LSU. I didn't like yeah. that pick in the first I was round. Say, he, he did great, though. He, he did. Well, he did he I would say great. He was hit He did miss. fine. He yeah. did fine. Yeah. Fuck out they're of They're not going to draft back-to-back early. <laughs> no, he no I agree. I they're they're going to go no. O-line. Yeah. And, and, oh, yeah. I, I can definitely. Yeah. And the Buccaneers are not going to draft either. So you're starting to look at it, and unless he goes in the – unless a running back goes in the top 18, there's a real chance that a running back does not yeah. get taken. Okay. It's, a real, it's a real chance when yeah. you're looking – um, down the line, if, if if there's a bet out there, and if I had to put my money on it, I I still think one of them are gonna go number one, right, in the first round. Uh, Trey Sermon, anybody like him from Ohio State? I I didn't. I mean, he didn't do anything until the end. I mean, yeah. he went off in the playoffs, but I mean, I was like, he was he so was consistent. Just, I just yeah, I I I think he'll get drafted. I just don't. <laughs> oh, think he'll get he's drafted. Gonna get. I don't think he's mm-hmm. gonna be like a. Big time, like I don't think anybody's. I just think the people are gonna. I think teams are gonna think the same thing as we do. I mean, like we didn't see enough of it. So, North Carolina has two I of know. the top yeah. five running back uh-huh. candidate prospects yeah. in this draft. Michael Carter. That is a load of yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Being a Bears fan, I don't trust anything that comes. You out of know Carolina. damn well, except for Michael Jordan. <laughs> Being a Bears Chicago fan, we're talking about football. He'd be a good red zone wide receiver. <laughs> All right, we're we're not having that conversation. Uh, anybody care? All about... right, you know what, LeBron or Michael Jordan? Oh, okay. you have no wide receiver. <laughs> Does anybody care about any other running back in this draft? No, I because I no. don't. Yeah. All right, fullback. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, receiver. Well, it has I think Demar Chase has to, be, has to go number one. Uh, he's the uh, wide receiver from LSU. Actually, set out this past year, but the year prior <coughs> had 20 touchdown catches. Um, he's everything you want in a wide receiver. He's got size. He ran, I think, a four three eight as pro day. Uh, great hands, route running. He's got to go to number one. I, I'm he's guessing. Wrong. I'm guessing he's going top ten at least. So. Yeah. Oh, I would definitely yeah. say yeah. he's going he's, top ten. Yeah. He'd be it for me. He's a top five prospect overall. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's my number one receiver. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um. Outside of him, this is this is when it kind of gets mixed up with two and three. I have Jalen yep. Waddle as my number two um, over Devontae Smith. I don't. I don't. Um, yeah. Just because Devontae Smith, as as scrawny as he is, it yeah, makes me nervous when he gets into the league. He'll beef up in the league, but dude, that yeah, well, have, have you seen his legs? Yeah. yeah. There's not to. much you can honestly. There's not much you can do. With those legs, they are so scrawny. Look at Robbie Anderson. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm being... is that the comp? Robbie Anderson. <laughs> I'm just saying, That's a pretty accurate saying, comp. Yeah. Robbie Anderson is. How many? How many? How many teams would he be on the active roster with? Who? Robbie Anderson. Now? <laughs> Maybe like, probably mean, at least half of them. I was gonna say, yeah. Okay. At least. Yeah. Okay. Three quarters. How many teams would he be a top three? There's a difference between being on the roster and being a on the field. Dude can play. He, he'd be on everyone's roster. I was going to say yeah. he'd be on, I, he'd be on everybody's team. roster. Yeah. How many teams would he play for? I'd say at least half of them. So, so. I, if, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah, it scares the shit out of me when you've got a guy who's sticking bones 
but that, that's my that he question. can fly, and that's you're talking my, about a league. That's my question. I am <clears throat> I drafting somebody like that in the top ten? Am I doing that? Dude can fly though. That, I so can Jalen. Jalen Waddle's faster Jaylen than Waddle's him. Waddle's the fast. Yeah, Jalen Waddle's yeah, the but, fastest yeah. receiver there's, in this draft. So we're, if we're talking about speed, hold on. But we're talking right. We're talking about fast and quick, and there's a huge difference between that. Not going back to the quarterback thing. Uh, Trey Lance is not the fastest, but he's quick. And that, I'm talking cutting. You know, the finesseness is behind that. I mean, there's... Against junior high teams, I, I yes. get that, but I'm saying there's a difference between fast and quick. I completely understand that. And Devontae Smith in the national championship game was insane. That insane. Was, that was the best... The playoffs. Re- that was, yes, that was the best receiving play I have ever seen in big-time games like that. Mm-hmm. But again, if I am drafting, I if I have a chance to draft between 1A and 1B, I am taking 1B if I think that that person has but, a has not a higher ceiling. Because Devontae Smith, in my eyes, probably has the highest ceiling right, right. in this draft as far as receivers. But if I think that um, 1B ha- can play... Three to five more years than one A. I'm taking one B, and that's what I'm saying with Jalen Waddle. Is I think that Devonte Smith will not play as long as um, Jalen Waddle, injury wise. Devonte Smith has more talent than Jalen Waddle. I truly believe that, but I don't trust his size. The only thing is Jalen Waddle missed a lot of the year with an injury, and Devonte Smith didn't <laughs> miss yeah. a single game. Right. So. Yeah. And he also you gotta you gotta look at it too. I mean, he did he survived in the SEC. <clears throat> he also lit up the SEC. Lit up. And then he went to the playoffs and it didn't stop. So you have right. no questions. With what? Devonte Smith, you have no questions. Oh, you think no. he'll be completely fine in the league? Well, there's a difference between having questions and is he gonna be completely fine? To me, I, I question his size. Yeah, but I mean, I think I, he I, like I think he talent. will put on some weight. He'll have to. Right, to me, there's but no, not in his legs. He'll have to. I mean, I mean, you may squats. not, you may not, you may not like. He ain't gonna be like. like I know Justin Fields' leg. His freaking yeah, yeah. quads. No, no, no. I, like I understand. That. He'll he'll put be like one eighty strength into his legs. Yeah. But the size of his legs are the size of his legs. But if he if his awareness is is where it needs to be, which I think it is. I mean, if you're if you're a dude that is skin and bones and you know it, which he does. And you're going to go across the middle. You're going to be aware. You're going to be aware of those linebackers are, where those nothing. safeties are. That means you're nothing. not going to take that hit. You're that not going to run up on him. So he's just going to stop and let the ball go? No, I'm oh. saying when he knows he's going to hit, he's going to go down. You see it all the time now. You're seeing receivers do that. You're seeing them do it constantly. Yeah, but those Julian are, those Edelman are, those was are not known the, for that. Those are not the hits that are the game-changing hits. The game-changing hits are whenever they go for the ball and then get blindsided. But that's being taken out of the league. I was gonna say right, yeah. They Edelman still, came, they still happen every week. Players get ejected. The players get ejected every week. What I'm talking about is if he goes up for a sideline pass, or he goes up for um, like a high ball in the end zone, comes down, gets hit, and snaps his leg. Comes down awkwardly. <laughs> He's all on his, his leg. I know. <laughs> those are the questions. Marks. Like you, you have, <laughs> no, you, you have twigs like that, and those are going to be your question marks. Yeah. 
I, I, I did there question marks and legs yeah too yeah, yeah. I don't and, and again I, I do not have an answer to this I don't know how many organizations are literally um, studying his legs as much as you are uh, and I could be wrong I could be wrong maybe maybe they want to know the exact circumference of, of his calves I don't know boy, maybe he mentioned being a leg model yeah you know I, you know and which you know we've seen Kurt Warner be a hand model I mean, uh, that's a thing uh, so I don't I don't know if if that's a real concern for them maybe it is I don't know I think you're bringing up valid points you know if I again you know I'm talking about his size, not just his legs. So, yeah. so graded out and overall ratings, Jamar, Jamar Chase is a 94. Devontae Smith and Waddle are both a 93. Jamar Chase is rated the number three overall prospect. Devontae Smith, number five. Jalen Waddle, number six. So we're not talking about um, a completely different no, you're right. aspects of that. Well, that's the thing. It's literally 1A and 1B when we're talking right. about this. But you're looking we at don't... that list. Uh, to that list, that's the way it is. That doesn't mean that him or him has the same idea. No, and, and that's that's why we're yeah. having this podcast, yeah. and that's why we're having these conversations. Yeah. I not think, everybody's going to have the same opinions. I think they're close. I mean, I think they're close. I'm not disagreeing with you. They're also that. different receivers, so it's going right. to depend on, right. on what you yeah. want. It's going to be, like, and this is not to be a blanket bullshit, you know, uh, statement, but it's all going to depend on what organization they go to, what 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 are their needs, who's that quarterback. Um, so these are things that you got to think about. I personally think they're both going to be very successful in the league. I don't think either one of those guys will not be on Sundays in five years from now. I think they both, you will see them both on your TV five years from now. Where they're at, I don't know. Uh, but I, I do think you'll definitely in five years from now you'll definitely be seeing that. I mean, I, I don't. Well, yeah, right, right. I, I mean, right, that's right. but that's everybody. Yeah, yeah. Um, the thing is, is that <clears throat> I don't. I mean, I don't. I think they have a lot of talent. I don't know if they're. I don't know if either one of them is like a perennial Pro Bowler. Yeah. I don't know that I see that. Um, to me, I could see. A, I could see. I mean. Tyreek Hill has has opened my eyes to little guy, little receivers. So, so I mean, J- there I mean, is Jalen Waddle's comp is a lesser Tyreek Hill. Yeah, yeah. With his a lesser Tyreek Hill with his yeah. speed and his size. And the thing is, is to me, I could almost see like Devonte Smith being like a um, to, like you wouldn't you would you wouldn't mind having him on your team. And he's gonna get the job done, but is he? I don't. I don't know. That he's gonna be a Pro Bowler. To me, Devonte Smith. If I had to give him a comp, I would comp him as a lesser um, Odell Beckham Jr. in that system. Odell Beckham Jr. They do everything they can to get him the ball. They do drag routes to get him the ball and use his speed to get up the field. They do everything. They can to get him the ball. And that is exactly what Alabama did with Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith is not somebody that you're going to just throw out and say, hey, run this route, we'll throw you the ball. He's Devontae a good route runner, though. He, He's a hell of a runner. He is. Runner. But that, what Alabama did was they did everything in their power to find a way to get him the ball. Get him the ball, let him use his speed, let him use his agility. And that's what you're going to see in the league. Yeah. The, the league is too good defensively. To just throw a young guy out and say, "Hey, I will." I will say the thing. Is, the 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 one thing I will say is he 
he put up numbers that were like insane. I know. Yes. And yes. it blew up. I said coming into this year, he's the best receiver in college football. I, I didn't question that. But I didn't think he had that in him. Mm-hmm. I didn't think he could do that. And it just didn't stop. No, he just, I mean, he was consistent. On every the biggest game, stage, no matter who it the was, biggest yeah, stage. the best teams. They played everybody. Right. They played every top team. So, I mean, he, 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 one on one, double coverage, he got it done. He also made big plays. He wasn't just put in great circumstances, you know. Mm-hmm. I think he went out there, he made, he made some awesome plays. He, I, I just think I think he is limited though. I mean that's kind of what I'm getting at. I guess is I think he's got a lot of talent, but I do think he's limited. But what he did in college is kind of makes me still say, could he keep this going in the NFL? Could he be like that first guy that's like tiny, that tiny, you know, that mm-hmm. 170 kind of? I think he'll be bigger than that eventually. But I mean, there, yeah, there. Is, I mean, you're right in the. He's there's not a lot of receivers that are like that, especially that have had any success. Right. Maybe he's the guy. I I was shocked by what he did this year. Yeah. I'm definitely not. I I definitely not, I would say. Uh, he's not going to be a bust. I don't. I I'd feel less confident saying he's going to be a bust than I would say he's not going to be a bust. Oh, he'll be in the league outside I of think outside he might of be injury. Pretty he'll be in the league. Um, and again, we're t- we're not we're not talking about. You know, when we talked about Zach Wilson and you know who the hell did he play? I mean, they didn't play South Harmony Institute of Technology, okay? <laughs> uh, they were in the SEC, which we That's all know is a powerhouse, yeah. and they kept it going, yeah. and they just balled out yeah. in the playoffs. Well, it, it, it wasn't it wasn't pretty down SEC this year, but okay. Well, it was, at it was, the end it was, of the day, it was still the SEC. But it was still the SEC. Where I was going, where I was just getting ready to go is. This was also not just a one-year thing. He didn't come out of nowhere. Oh, well, yeah. This guy did yeah, it the whole for time. Sure. Yeah. Plus, he had, um, what's his name in Henry Ruggs last year. Uh, right, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm whiffing on his name on Denver. Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy. Oh, yeah. Jerry Judy and Henry Ruggs on top of Jalen Waddle, And then there was him. And he still got it done in the SEC. I mean, Life's he's, hard to be Mac Jones, I'll tell you that. Exactly. Well, All right, moving on from... You got something to say? Was another wide receiver I was going to Yeah, mention. moving on from those three. Yeah. Terrace Marshall, another LSU wide receiver. And if there's ever a bit of school that's produced wide receivers outside of Alabama, it's going to be LSU. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, wide receiver. Uh, Jess, Justin Jefferson last year, uh, probably the best rookie wide receiver mm-hmm. that there was. Mm-hmm. Of course, we just mentioned Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry. Uh, Terrace Marshall, you know, 6'2 wide receiver, and actually he's moving up draft boards because of the pro day. On you know, on film, we saw the route running. Actually, pro day surprised a lot of people. Ran a 4'3", 8'40", 39-inch vertical, at, and he's already 6'2". Um, probably round two, but I think with those pro day numbers, you could convince somebody in the first round. Uh, to to take him, and I think that, I think you're right. Cool. I think he's. I think realistically, he's gonna be a second rounder. I think whoever yeah. gets him, it, it's gonna be. You're real happy. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And you should be happy. Well, every year, every year, teams fall in love with pro days. I mean, generally those are the you successful teams. See, and you but... know, you know, the, the big play guys in the league. Don't you notice there's a trend now? Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying the first rounders are bust. That's not what I'm saying. First rounders definitely produce, like you said, Jerry Judy. Um, Rugs at Las Vegas, they had great, great rookie years. But don't you notice that it's the second, third rounders that really 
those are the guys that come out and just well DK. So right, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. that was yeah. just. So speaking on to what you're saying, there's in the for the rest of the draft for the for receivers, there's there's plenty of talent. Oh my gosh! So yeah. there's yeah. Elijah Moore from Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. Um, he was their do it all guy. Do it all guy. 5'10, 178. I mean, he was he did everything for them. Uh Rashad Bateman from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Uh Yeah, he's a guy. I mean, he's big, got big, big, big 10 Big he Ten fans suppo- know all about Bateman. He was supposed to go top. He was supposed to be a first round pick for sure. He was supposed to be like like the I don't know, top 2 3 4 receivers in this draft. And he's kind of falling off people's you know, out of people's radar, but I, I would still look yeah. at him. I, I mean, he he kind of again was one of those guys that he had big games, and then there were games where it's like, where was he? Yep. So I mean, that kind of worry would worry uh, me. Rondale Moore from Purdue. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's, again, with yeah. the size, he's, he's small. Yeah. But he's small. No, I'd ass. say in the slot, he's five I'd seven, say, but he's yeah. one eighty one. He's got yeah. good. Oh yeah. He's yeah. got good size. Yeah. He's just short. He's I not going to be your Devontae Smith. <laughs> No. I, I'd say in 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 the slot and the right system, if you use him right, and yep, you know I'll who see. you know who, the Patriots. You know who just lost their slot guy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And who they just they know how to work a good slot guy. Yeah, yeah. The damn Patriots. Yeah, and they still have their what's his name, our offensive coordinator, Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels. Yeah, he's yeah. still there. So I mean, uh, Tylen Wallace from Oklahoma State. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Monster, <clears throat> monster receiver. Um, uh, Dwayne Eskridge mm-hmm. from Western Michigan. Yep. I mean, this this I've, dude last year was being talked as a top five receiver. He I, dropped, but he was being talked as a top five receiver going into this year. Uh, one more guy that I personally want to say is uh, Shy Smith from South Carolina. He reminds me a lot of Debo Samuels. Um, Samuel. Sa- huh? Samuel. Samuel. He is similar in the fact where South Carolina gets these receivers who just do everything. Um, and Debo was similar in size and where he was draft stock wise. And then he just came in the league and he's done, he's done really well for himself. And Chai Smith is another guy who can come in and mm-hmm. he can be a plug and play guy right away just like he was in South Carolina. I saw a thing that had fourteen receivers going in the first two rounds. Really, I don't, I, I, I don't see it happening. I, I think that this receiving core, I think it is could. stacked. That will not happen, but I think no. it is stacked. I don't, I don't love, I don't love enough guys. I don't, yeah. I don't think that is loaded in the top or in the fact that. There's going to be plenty of pro bowlers and stuff like that, but I think that there's plenty of guys that will get the yeah. job done and will be in the league for years to come. You know, I, yeah. I, I do want to mention one wide receiver is probably drafted on day three, but is a sleeper for me going forward. This is a this is a line podcast. Josh Imater Bebe. Yeah, yeah so, dude, dude had a got hell a, got a of a pro so, day. So yeah. let's. I'm going to mention one number to you, and you just tell me if this makes a difference. Vertical jump of 47 inches. That's what does that do? Insane. Especially when you are 6'2", 220. That's your red zone guy. That's your that's yeah. the red zone thug. There was one. And you know, I think he... We, I think if if all Wadi fans know who he is, uh, some USC guys may too. Um, but uh, he's a big physical wide receiver. Really good at high-pointing the ball. 
And I think he surprised some people at his pro day. Oh, hands not, down. Not so much a vertical, too, but ended up running a 4.48, which on, on film doesn't look as fast as that. Um, but he's shown he can he can beat some people, too. Um, so I think he's a guy that uh, checks the box athleticism for sure. Um, but again, QB production and play at uh, Illinois has been suspect for a long time. And that's probably the biggest yeah, knock for him, honestly. So. I mean, if he went somewhere else, yeah. I, I mean, what what would he have been? If you would have put him in Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Knock Jones would be the number one quarterback mm-hmm. in this draft. No. Yeah. All right. Tight end. It's the Kyle Outside Pitts show, Kyle and that's Pitts. it. That's why Kyle Pitts, I don't really give a shit. I'll be um, <laughs> so, yeah. Hunter Long from... Boston College is a pretty good, pretty good, pretty intriguing prospect. He's rated number three. Uh, kid from Penn State is rated number two. I don't give a rat's ass about Penn State, if I'm being honest. Um, Brevin but, Jordan. Huh? Brevin Jordan. Huh? Who's that? The University of Miami Titans. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> is it what's he ranked? Who had a good... I've got him at 78. Wait, 78? Like, overall. Like oh, oh, 78. Oh, okay. Wait, the third okay. tight end. I've got him. Okay. Oh. All right. Um, Hunter Long had 58 receptions for 685 yards and five touchdowns. Uh, as a tight end, that's pretty decent. Um, he's a really good blocking tight end. I, I think that he could end up being the number two. Uh, tight end drafted. <sighs> Brevin Jordan is rated the number four tight end. Uh, I've got three. Talk, if, if you want to talk about him, you can. I don't really care. No, go ahead. No, I, I'm not saying I don't care. Oh, okay. Thank you. I mean, teams yeah. teams aren't really going to... Teams are looking for receiving tight ends, right. though. I mean, I would say, like, the thing... That's the thing, like, you know, the run game's not as big of a deal now. They're all looking at guys that are that can... Go, you know, push the ball downfield through the air, and I don't know. I, there's not a lot of that's the thing about this draft. I don't really think there's any. I think you got the Pitts is an amazing tight end prospect, and then after that, it's just he's it's just he, kind of it's falls just off. An, there's not much there for me. Just what an athlete, Pitts. I, I you, oh, you're God. talking tight end. What an athlete. You know, yeah. well he does it all. He's fast. He's got uh-huh. great hands. He can run routes. He's how's his blocking. They don't care. It's above right. average. Yeah, it's above and average. They don't care. They're not gonna ask him. To oh, sure. Yeah, I get that. Uh, we want to move to offensive line. It's is it? Well, that's a given. Who? Uh, one second. <laughs> Pinay Sewell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Right, yeah. I his first name. Oh, okay. I, I chip up on it for some reason. All right. Is it Sewell and then everybody else? Or? Oh, it has to be. Yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, it's yeah. I mean, the tight end. So, so is it, what, is what I'm asking is, is it Sewell and then just trash after no, that? No, 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 Okay, okay, okay. It's just. I, I, so he's just a, he's, he's. He's separates. He's, he's the, the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's that guy. Well, where did he go? Where did he go? Well, he should have went to the Jets. That's a whole I agree. That would have been before Dolphins. Does him sitting out. Have oh, any yeah. effect on him? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, because I mean, if he didn't sit out, I, I mean, maybe it won't affect him, but it might. 
You know what I mean? Like he oh, could he yeah. could fall because of that. We don't you know, once the draft happens we'll see where he goes. But I mean there might be teams that said, well, we didn't even get to see him this year. Right. I mean, if all we're going on is upside, which that's my thing. I mean, to me, that's really the main thing you're going on. You you see, you got, you kind of see what he was and what he looked like he was going to be like two years ago now. Right. But. Because here's um, the thing. There's a difference between in shape and football shape. And. I, I, I in shape. And you know he's in shape. You know yeah. he's been working out this whole time when he was out and everything. You know he was doing that. But there's a difference. His development might be something that I would kind of wonder. I don't like when guys sit out. Like Jamie Newman, I thought that was ridiculous. Jamie Newman would probably be the third quarterback taking this draft. He didn't sit out. He was right. in a perfect predicament. But, I mean, you sitting out a whole year of not playing football, I mean, that's a year to me of, you know, time you're not developing. This is your prime but, time But, and on the flip side... It's also at the time of uh, recovery, getting your body right, getting it ready for the NFL, doing what you need to be doing. But yeah, again, overall, I, if I'm an organization, I don't like – there is some red flags to that. Not well, to him sitting out himself, the decision. I'm talking about like where is he at now. Again, I know he's working out. I know he's probably doing I those things he needs to be doing. I would rather seen him play this right, year. Right, Especially because, right. I mean, he would have he been his junior year. Yeah. But again – on the flip side, is he fresh? Is he going to be ready to go for OTAs? Is he going to be ready yeah. to go? Yes, he's going to be. He's he's fully healthy. He's good to go. Um, so that's good. You don't have any – he's not coming off any surgeries or anything. So there's that. Um, it's just a lot of pros and cons, I think, with it. Overall, I don't – I, I – I, yeah. I mean, you're crazy. talking a whole year of no film. Yeah. And I'm not saying – he obviously can prove he, he's a phenomenal lineman. But I um, – I There's mean, still some red flags. All this there. we're talking negative about. Yeah. He still he still separates himself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and he's hands down because his oh, upside yeah. his upside is so much higher than everybody else to me. I mean, Rashawn Slater from Northwestern is the number two rated tackle. Yeah. He but he, he, he was on guard, the rise. Guard or tackle yeah, too. I just have a he hard a time guard. trusting any football player from Northwestern. His feet yeah. are really good. Yes. I mean, he's got really good footwork for a line. I like him. Yeah. I do. Well, you're not an Illinois yeah. fan who is <laughs> right next to I'm talking like about my organization, is what I'm saying. Yeah. I uh, don't trust anybody from Northwestern. Who's the greatest Northwestern football player of all time? Always. Pat Fitzgerald. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody from Northwestern yeah. pans out. And I, they have a few but, guys that are high in this draft rated, and I just don't trust any. The only of thing them. is, I'll say that I'll say the same thing I was going to say a while ago, and I didn't whenever he said that he doesn't trust Ohio State quarterbacks. You can't knock him for the school. I mean, Mississippi I, Valley State hasn't put a lot of people out there. I know, but I'm saying there's a huge difference saying, between Northwestern uh, and Ohio State. I know, but what I'm saying, Mississippi Valley State is where I'm going. Jerry Rice came from there. How well, many you know what? We can put Northwestern in the same sentence as Mississippi fine. Valley That's State. Fine. That's fine. Are, I, I, are you drafting Slater? I'm going to draft him. Where? I don't, I don't know. But <laughs> In the first round? No. I don't know. I mean, maybe the end. I don't know. I mean, I, he's supposed to go. I've seen him go in top well, ten. I, uh, I think. I think he's. Pro, there's a great chance he goes top fifteen. Would Am you I draft him top fifteen? I probably. I would not. Probably not. But I would depend on who's there too. I, if he gets drafted in the first round, I'm not mad need. about it though. I'm not mad about it. He'll go first round. I, I'll say who I would take after after Sewell, and that is uh, Christian Derisaw out of Virginia Tech. Uh, so last year, actually, had the second highest 
uh, overall pass grade for a tackle behind Sewell, actually. And last year, he allowed zero sacks, zero hits on the quarterback, wow. and only six hurries all year. In the ACC. In the ACC. Which is not a bad conference. No, it's not a good conference. No, you have really one team. Yeah. <laughs> the, you have one team. North Carolina was the second best team in that conference last year. North Carolina it's still is still though. So is Florida Barely. St- so is Florida State. Florida State was awful. Oh, Miami was awful. No, they were North not. Carolina, for, so my, so Miami's uh, defensive line was legit. I was going to say, there, there are some edge rushers yes. in the ACC. Not to the SEC level. This was the worst. This was the worst ACC season in like ten years. But I'm saying, but I think you're right. I think that still should be said about that guy's his stats. Why? Because don't take it lightly. Defensive line. I'm not saying that. Don't take it lightly. I mean, again, not trying to go back to Zach. You have to. But I mean, we're talking teams that. Who the hell are they? This has to be in the conversation, though. You can't just say, "Well, this guy had." Or gave up no sacks. Well, who did they play? That has to be a conversation. Right. It was a Power 5 conference. That's what exactly. they played Syracuse. And we're not talking. <laughs> they played Clemson, too. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're not talking he had Gosh. three sacks, four sacks. None. Zero. Quarterback didn't get hit. Would, would I take him over the uh, Northwestern second shit? Yes, probably because the kid's from Northwestern. So I would probably take him over that. But that doesn't mean that I'm happy about it. Okay. Well, this is about all I can say to that is he, from from those stats, he did what he was asked to do. Yeah. Right. So, and yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, you okay. So, so if he yeah, played yeah. in the Ohio Valley and gave up no sacks, he did what he had to do. He did what no, he was supposed to do. No, we're not talking so we'll about the Ohio Valley. We're talking about the ACC. Syracuse. It doesn't Boston matter. Boston College. It doesn't matter. It's still the AC- at the end of the day. It's still the ACC. Were they down? Yes, I get that. They've been down for a while. But we're not talking a fucking no. Division One AA. We're, th- th- this is a big ass conference. Again, just be, it's they're a not. Bi- I'm hold not on, hold the whole it's a big ass conference because they have like 18 teams. That makes it a big ass conference. You had. Clemson, in there. Okay. How many sacks did he have? Give up against Clemson. Also, none, <laughs> zero, zero. If he was going to blow it in any game, it would have been Clemson, and he didn't do that. What week did he play Clemson? Let me ask you that. Huh? What week did Virginia Tech? Oh shit! Uh, play Clemson. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> He's thorough. <laughs> can, I, can I hold on? Can I say this? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, I guess so. That, that was our tenth game of the year. Tenth game. Yep. Okay. Can I can I say one thing? Sure. Okay. Uh, DNs. Clemson does not have anybody in the top twenty-five for this year's draft. D tackle. Clemson. Does not have anybody in the top twenty-five the last in this draft. In draft. Inside lineman Clemson does not have anybody in the top twenty-five. Do we know, do we know what year draft. they're in, though? Do we know what year they're that in? That doesn't matter. I get it. That so next year, if they had a first round pick, it make a difference this year. I mean, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. that's fine. But 
when we're looking at this, this is the guy who says he's still number two on his board. Okay. When we're looking at this and we're looking at the draft and who's available and Clemson has nobody that's draft eligible that is worth a sack of shit in this draft. But you just said it, draft eligible. Correct. Hey, but I'll so hold on. Can you tell me for certainty that next year they're going to be loaded with really draft prospects? I, I can't. They tell lost you that. everybody last year. Everybody went. Really high last year. We're spending a lot of time talking about who hey, does or doesn't hold on, have. Hold on, hold on. I'll say, I'll say this. Miami. I'm, I don't know why you didn't bring this up. Miami's got two two DMs. Yes, they do. Five in, the, in this draft. Jalen Phillips. I was just going to stay out of Rousseau, yeah. 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 I'm not trying well, to defend I, this Because guy, I know but... you guys don't want me to talk about Miami, so i got to talk no, about No, I don't anymore. care what you do. You can do exactly. You also, those guys. Especially if they're that We're level. talking Miami. Phillips is supposed Zero. to go like, first round. Yes, he's going to go first round. Zero sacks. He didn't play bullshit teams either. This guy, okay, whatever team gets him, I think it's a good pickup. I'm just gonna leave it there. Mm-hmm. There's that. He did. They did. They did not play Miami. That's a moot point. Oh, okay. oh actually, they did. Yes, Miami they did. Won. Miami won. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> you dumb man. <laughs> <laughs> Miami won. All right, let's move, move to uh, interior linemen. Uh, we're just going to talk about linemen as a group anyway. Are you going to just talk about all linemen? Yeah, just all, just, all linemen. Say, make, to to, me, make, to make me, there's not a lot of... I no, mean, there's yeah, not there's a lot, lot of sexiness behind that. And, and, and that well, sucks. Are you, like, we're talking about D-line? No, no all lines. And they never and they never get the props. Well, they the need. Northwestern guy can play guard. Yeah, he can, so I yeah. mean, he might. They, it, I think, depending on what team drafts him. If you draft him as a guard, Miami draft or Miami sacked Virginia Tech six times. So just because one guy didn't give up sacks doesn't mean the rest of the line didn't. Yeah, so he did. His still job, right? he did his job. <laughs> he did his job. Yeah. When everybody else around him is folding, he still did his job. It wasn't his edge. It wasn't hard for him to do his job whenever everybody else wasn't. Just because you're the best, you're the best lineman on a team. They're just gonna go to everybody else. But he's they're gonna go to all the other positions. But he's still number two. They're gonna go to the weak. They're gonna go to the weakest (laughs) spots, and they're gonna they're gonna attack the weakest spots. So you're saying he's good? I'm not saying he's good. I'm (laughs) saying he was the best person on his team. But he's still number two it's for you, right? Common sense. He's still You're just mad two. because he gave zero sacks against spots. Florida State. Oh my gosh! Uh, how about, in, how about, interior linemen? It's how, fine. Let's just talk about interior linemen. Oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna Fuck's mention, sake. I want to mention Kendrick Green, uh, another <laughs> Illinois guy. Yeah, I mentioned him first. I mean, so he's he should be a top five guard. Okay. Um, and uh, so, in terms of explosiveness, he's probably the most explosive guard in this class. Um, you, not only do you see that on film, he's rated 13. Uh, according to Pro Football Focus, he's number four. Okay. Um, but anyway, 13th best guard. Yeah. Is he really? Yeah. He's well. He's gonna go. I don't think it'll be that top three. Maybe four rounds. If he gets to round five, that's an absolute shocker. So he should go round three, round four. But anyway. Uh, for for a, definitely if you run a zone run scheme, I think he's going to work perfectly for you because he can definitely get out in space. He's very explosive, um, and he can really maul some people in the run game. Uh, I think in pass protection he could use some work, but in terms of just running a guy over in front of him, he's great at that. Yeah, I I well, you said I agree with what you said. Where I think he'll go is third third or fourth round. Uh, that's kind of where I am. I think I think his his uh, pro day stuff 
did a lot for him. Yes. He got all yep. American. Yep. That's gonna do I mean teams are gonna like that. That that just gets your that that gets teams to look at you. The right. the the accolades, the all American or you know, the awards. All conference and um, yeah. yeah. Yep. Um but then then you do it on the pro day. I mean, they're really going to study your film. They're going to look deep into that. Yeah, I'm, oh, he's getting awards. He's getting all this, you know, all this stuff. Oh, wow. Look at his pro day, you know. I could see a team falling in love. I, was, I said it a while ago, teams fall in love with pro days. Yep. I mean, a lot of times it's it's teams that aren't overly successful. But, I mean, oh, either way, that gets people to look at you. Um, I mean, I, I could definitely see him jumping a little bit. I mean... I mean, I don't know. Could he sneak into the second round? I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, the the pro day pro day teams fall in love with the pro day. Then he's an all American. I mean, I could see it. I don't think he's the thirteenth best guard by any means, though. I think he's more like top five. Uh, DNs, Albert, you want to start this off? Jalen Phillips. Jalen Phillips. Uh, he's rated the number two DNs out of where? The University of Miami. Dude, and, and again, I'm just saying these things because I've actually watched him play. He is relentless. Relentless. This dude. He ran a 4.56 in his 40 time. He is 266 pounds. He is a brick. He's going to cause havoc. Uh, again, I, I understand the concerns, though, on the flip side. He had some issues at UCLA with, you know, injuries. Injuries that, that he didn't even know if he'd come back from. Uh, he transferred to Miami, and he didn't know where he'd be. Put on some weight, got healthy, and holy shit. So, he's only got one year of really good game film to show from that. Is there risks? Yeah, I, I, I see that. But, man, when he's on, he is, he is causing a lot of mayhem. Um, he's going after the ball, and he does not stop. His motor is go, 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 go. So I think he's going to be a clear first rounder. Where he goes, I have no idea, but I definitely, I could definitely see him in the first round. I like him. I, I think he's the. I think he, I have. I'd have him as the third best D end. Um, I mean, Mika Parsons. I think is is you know everybody mm -hmm. knows him. Um, which you could put. I mean, D end. He might play outside linebacker you know depending on where he is but a guy i like and y'all gonna give me shit for this because it's the bulldogs but Dota. a one of my yeah. favorite players in college this year dude lived in the backfield so i say keep an eye on him to me i think he's equal with parsons um I mean, he was rather he got a sack or not. He was in the backfield all the time. Uh, he's another guy that could play DN or outside linebacker. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's a pass rush nightmare. Um, I think he'll go somewhere in a mid, probably mid first round, um, mid to mid to twenties. Um, I think Parsons will. Parsons will probably be the guy, but I like this guy just as uh, much Parsons, as it was Parsons me. Parsons will go probably top. He'll go top fifteen for sure. Yeah, and and I think I think I think I think he, I like him a lot too. Uh, I I it's just to me they're pretty even. Um, I like Phillips, but I I like him I like him third. I still like him as a first rounder. I take mm -hmm. him in the first round, especially if those two guys are gone. I would take. Him. I can see Phillips going second, but I would 
I'd take him third. I mean, um, between those three guys, though, it's it's pretty, pretty stacked. Yeah. It's yeah, a good class. Good pretty good opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would like I said, if my team, your team, whoever gets them, any of those guys, don't be mad. Yeah. I mean, be happy because those guys are gonna. They're gonna, like you said, they're gonna be in the backfield. They're gonna be causing, giving you know, quarterback pressure. I mean, they're gonna be there. Um, any of those guys, I would like. I was gonna say to the some of the guys I want to mention. Of course, Gregory Rousseau sat out last year for uh-huh. Miami the year before. He had right. sixteen sacks. That was, right. that was the second so, guy. Right. I said and they got two top yeah, like right. I was say, that's, that's just insane. Yeah. I, I think mean, some teams are yeah. gonna love him. Some teams are gonna be scared right. of and, the and, fact that he did didn't, that, didn't but, play exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, one just. Absolute freak athlete I think you got to mention is Jason Owe out of Penn State. This is a guy, 6'5", 250, ran a 4'3". Oh, that's, that's scary. It's just, it, it's just that's insane not right. that you can move that fast right. at yeah. that size. Um, and you just got to – so, I mean, with that sort of athleticism, you can – I mean, that's – you could be the fastest outside linebacker in a 3'4", that uh, just flying off the edge and Von Miller-type speed. Oh, yeah. Um so I think that's somebody you got to keep in mind of. And then um, uh, another one is uh, Quiddy Pay out of Michigan. Uh, insane time in the three-cone drill at, at a 6'5". Yeah. Uh, just in short space, he can really just turn on a dime. He's he's <laughs> rated the number one D-end yeah. uh, in the group. Uh, does anybody have any other linebackers that they want to talk about before we get to corner? Oh, uh, we are. Like, are we going in? We got inside linebackers? Yeah, inside, outside. Uh, we are Overall. running. Run low I mean, on time. Dylan so. Moses. Dylan Moses. Dylan Moses. I mean, he might not Michael go Parsons. in the first round now. Um, yeah. um, Dylan Moses would have been a first round pick last year, but he got he got injured at the beginning of the season. He would have probably been a top five to ten pick. Uh, he may go in the second round this year. Uh, just it's just he tore up his knee. I mean, he's gonna. That's one of those things that it's, he's probably gonna be better off now than he was a year ago. So yeah. I mean, we'll we'll see what more what he's what he can do going forward, I think, than, than what he did in the last year. He, he kind of wasn't as much of a, uh, a – he wasn't what he was the year before. Yeah, I, and another linebacker I want you real fast is Jameen Davis out of Kentucky. Uh, he's should be an inside linebacker, 6'4", 230. It's another guy. There's, there's some freak athletes in this draft. Yeah. Another, another guy here, another 4'3", um, at, at that size. And the only reason he didn't get more accolades is he played for Kentucky. Otherwise, he was third in the SEC in tackles. Uh, Eifler, uh, out of Illinois, he's rated the 14th outside linebacker in this draft. Um, so, another Illinois boy to look out for. Uh, moving on to cornerback. Uh, this what a, what this a is, class. This is another stacked, stacked. class. Stacked. Um, so, we are running low on time, but this is something, <clears throat> this is a group that I definitely quick, wanted to save time for. How cool is it if you got to watch... Patrick Sertain with the Dolphins early on and watch Asante Samuel with the Patriots and, you know, where he went. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. How cool is this scene now? We're talking about their kids. It's crazy. They yeah. have their kids. Kids. Yeah. kids going pro. And they're not yeah. even – we're not talking their fourth, fifth, sixth, possibly walk-ons. These are first-round dudes, yeah. guaranteed first-round dudes. Yeah. I, I love uh, my favorite, Samuel Patrick Sertain Jr. Well, uh, the, my biggest thing this year is people aren't talking about Patrick Sertain Jr. Enough, like, to me, he's a top-five prospect in this Oh, draft. hands oh, yeah. down. I, I don't yeah. understand why he's not a – I don't understand why teams aren't, like, like doing anything to get this guy. I mean, I've seen him going, like, 10th to the Cowboys is where I keep seeing him. But I've seen mm. him go outside the top 10. I've seen – what's his name? Uh, 
uh, is it Vatek? Yeah, that he's go- fairly. He's yeah. supposed to be yeah. going uh, ahead. Of, I don't. I'm like he's to a, me, this is the best corner there's been in years. He's a six-two corner. Yeah, six-two corner. Well, down. so is Asante Samuel Jr. Well, he no, he's five ten. Is he? Asante Samuel Jr. is five ten. He's five ten one eighty. Yeah. But oh, Sir, I'm sorry. You're Sartan, right. You're right. I'm sorry. Shuts I'm thinking of everybody. Caleb down. Far- Farley. Yeah. From Virginia Tech. Vatek. He's. Yeah. I mean, he's a. He's a monster too. He yeah. is. I, yeah. I, well, to me, Sertan, Everybody you put. Everybody you say. Okay, go. Go. Take care of that guy. He does. Yep. I mean, he never gets exposed. I, I don't know what teams. I would love to hear what teams are saying about why they're not. Why he's not going higher? Because to me, he's so clearly. The guy, and he's he's to me. I'm if I'm if if I'm not a team that needs a quarterback, or even if I do, and the, the one or two guys that I think are the legit guys are gone, I'm taking Patrick Sutan Jr. because I think you got you got a perennial Pro Bowler right. Here. Oh yeah, I mean, and I and, and and if you if you got if you were lucky enough to watch Patrick Patrick Sutan Senior, yeah, top ten. His son's gonna surpass him. Well, he's, I, I feel think he's that got way. the talent, too. Oh, I yeah. Mean, I mean, you know, Sertan was like a top 10 corner his whole, you know, in, of his era. Sertan, this, Sertan Jr., I mean, he's got the talent to be the the best in the league, honestly. I mean, one, you know, we'll see. And just but, great character. Well, you know. yeah. And, I mean, I, to, me, I, to me, I just, like, to me, he's probably, I probably have him as a I'd probably put him as like the third best prospect for mm-hmm. me, we which have, I don't yeah. see anybody saying. That. You have you have Sertan, uh, you have Asante Samuel Jr., mm-hmm. uh, J.C. Horn out of South, South Carolina, Carolina is a yeah. monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Caleb Farley out of Virginia Tech is a monster. Mm-hmm. He'll probably be Greg Newsom the second out of North Carolina. Personally, I wouldn't touch him. Northwestern or Northwestern, I don't trust Northwestern <laughs> players. Yeah, uh, but Tyson Campbell out of Georgia. Hey, yeah, oh, hey, that's, that's the guy that's being overlooked right that, there. That's another really that good He's the eighth rated. Uh, that's bullshit. Cornerback prospects, depending bullshit. on who you look for or who you look at. Yeah. Uh, Eric Stokes, again, out of Georgia. Yeah. Uh, he's running the fastest 40 of any corner right he's now. The, he's the 10th 40. rated corner. That's, um, uh, no. I mean, if he's your 10th rated corner. Those two guys are <sighs> developmental guys, but, I mean, in two years. I mean, it's yeah. not you're not waiting forever, you um, know. Elijah Molden out of uh, Washington, he's another one. He's been really good for a few years now. Um, he's rated seventh overall, but that's that's a guy that you really need to look out for because Washington had a down year last year, but the last couple of years he's been really good, and he's he's been a lockdown corner for a couple of years now. Yep. I- Listen, we'll go ahead and move on to safeties, but um, yeah, Trevon uh, Mora got a, a TCU is mm-hmm. probably the number one safety. Yeah, um, this is a guy who's led the safeties um, and pass breakups the last two years. Um, opposing quarterbacks um, have only completed fifty-one percent of their passes uh, when he's when he's been in coverage. So I think he's another guy who's probably going to go top twenty at least. Um, well, the, the the dude that uh dude I loved and he got injured uh, after a game. He was in a motorcycle accident. It's another Georgia Bulldog, but it's Richard LeCount. I thought he was I thought he was the guy that was gonna light it. Well, he was lighting it up until that point. Uh, He's ready he missed six. Yeah, and that's I mean that's the thing. If he doesn't miss like half the season, I mean to me he's I think he's the best safety talent wise. Um, 
I don't know where he's even projected to go right now. He's not going to go first round. But, I mean, he's such a ball hawk. He 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 was around the ball constantly. I mean, he he he, he did his job. Uh, he intercepted balls. He made tackles. He didn't get beat. Um, I mean, I don't think this is a great safety draft yeah. at all. But, I mean, that dude, that dude to me, what I was seeing was a top top two round pick um before his injury before he got in the motorcycle accident um watch the patriots i I see them going after one of these guys i'm not saying first round or or something like that with the loss of patrick chung that's a pretty big blow i i think with how forever i think with how deep this draft is with certain um certain positions with receiver and corner offensive line is fairly deep defensive line uh i think there's going to be a ton of trades this year i think so too and that's what makes it fun and that this and maybe i say this every year but this is going to be a fun draft to watch uh i think it's going to be entertaining i think there's going to be a lot of moves up and down um i i think i think personally the only lock is obviously the first round pick with the Jaguars. Yep. Everything else, I think, is free game. I don't think I think we have inklings of who's going to go where, but I think there's going to be some surprises and it's going to blow people away. So it's definitely going to be exciting to watch. You I know. think there's two sure picks in this draft, and I think it's Lawrence and um, Pitts. I think yeah. those guys are both sure I things. Agree. Tied in is such a. It's kind of like that's such an easy. Well, not you know nothing's necessarily easy, but it, that's that's a, that's one of the easier positions to read and to project going forward. Um, and I mean, he's like, he's ridiculous. He's a phenom. So, yeah. and, and the tight end position is making its resurrection. You know, well, you've had you've had it. You, it's, it's been there. It's going forward. I mean, right. this it's is definitely it's going forward. It's, it's it's really becoming. A, yeah, I mean, with Kittle. You know, Gronk's still Kelsey. doing his damn thing. Kelsey's is still doing what he's doing. Uh, teams are going to copycat that. It's a copycat league, you know. I wanted to say another guy that you guys were going at it from during the offensive line, and I was just sitting back and listening. Alex Leatherwood is a guy that I, that, to keep an eye on to me. He's out of Alabama. I think I think he's one of the I don't know where he's projected I don't know I don't know if you have if you saw him on there in tackles but for for tackles I mean he he was he was really good he thought about going pro last year and he came back I thought he was gonna leave last year but they said he was supposed he wasn't supposed to go as high um, you not have you not see him up there I that's don't. a guy that's a guy to me I I'd keep an eye yeah. on him. No, no matter where he goes. He 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 did a really good job. He was a five star guy coming out of high school. He did a great job at Alabama. Um, he got coached up by Bama. No matter where he goes, I mean, he may not be a Pro Bowler, but I think he's going to be a guy that could, you know, put him put him in, plug him in on on your on your line. And I mean, he may be a guy that just plays forever for your line. He may not be a perennial Pro Bowler, but he'll get the job done. That's a guy I could see going. You know, even if it's mid rounds, you may you may take a guy that's going to do a lot of a lot of good for your team. Yeah. So, uh, before we close this out, one thing I would say is that I think this is going to be one of the crazier drafts that we've had in a while. Um, it it could be because of COVID. Uh, it could be some other things, but 
we just don't have as much film and stuff like that as we we've yeah, had sitting out too exactly with other things. So uh, I understand the NFL draft is in in stages, different days, and stuff like that. But I would say get get your laptop, get your phone, do something while you're doing whatever you're doing. At least have it up on the side just to watch because things. Things are going to get crazy. Things are going to happen. And it's it's more exciting to watch it than to just see it pop up on your phone later down mm-hmm. the road. So just have and the it. the player reactions exactly. are awesome. Have it up. Just have it as a side thing. And I, I'm telling you, this draft is going to be wild. Uh, but outside of that, that's all we got. We're running out of time for this week. But we're excited to be back next week. Uh, for episode three, and we will see you then. So, from us, that's Cheers. all we got for you.